oh my God, dude, the wildest thing just happened and I have got to tell you about it. Okay, just sit right here. Don't move. I'm going to go grab a beer and I'll be right back. Hello and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody, am a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. And without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. Oh yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Last time on Deceptive Derivation, Derivation, that's the word, and difficult decisions. The party took a short break at the entrance of the Citadel of Mists after exiting Limbo, where they noticed a Pegasi, and that the Sea of Mists of the Citadel that is floating in is filled with protective air elementals as they watch a Revenant get dropped and slung back into the ether of White Fog. When they enter, they find a bloodbath from an elven mage woman who fended off a few barbarians alone at the near cost of her life. After Finley revitalizes her, they learn that's where they are is a haven for mistcallers, the priests of Lara. However, after Seisha notices something off about the situation and how the woman is acting, as almost like an AI nearly mimicking human interaction perfectly, she realizes that no matter how real this interaction seems and feels, it is merely an illusion which Vinley points out it is a powerful, programmed illusion as the woman goes back to dying with her last words being, lies are the fabrications of truth. What is unreal is real. Harold, with quick thinking, casts a minor illusion of a big throne to fill the area, offering it to the Mistmaster. And suddenly the room expands, revealing a large equilateral triangular room as... Uh, the throne fills into one of the far corners where you see the old Mr. Uh, old Miss Master sitting. Mr. The, Miss Master. The Mr. Miss Master. <laughs> I wish we did that. <laughs> uh, through a long series of roundabout answers, constant questioning and gaslighting of the BFG's experiences <laughs> and of perceived truths. Not wrong. <laughs> no, it's not no. wrong. <laughs> uh, but sometimes straight lies slipped in between harsh truths the BFGs learn quite a few things. They learn that Kelvin Aronson, the original Blackstaff, made a deal with Midnight, uh, who also made a deal with Kelimvor to not take Kelvin's soul for the anchoring of Rymanthian, the hidden city of hope, and the library city of Mayir Etar, one of the kingdoms destroyed during the Crown Wars. They also learned that a lot of the truth in the world is riddled with lies. As the Mistmaster claims those that write history and create stories lie probably more than Laren's do. During so, the old mage pushes against the lore seeker harshly, saying she lies the most amongst her friends because the biggest lies she tells are the ones she tells herself. However, he does offer to help cleanse her solar who is affected by a curse called the Mists of Agnes. And if anyone knows Mists, it should be the master of them. All he asks for in return is a good story, as all good stories need lies. Seisha once again delves deep into her subconscious and takes on her radiant form to confront her solar as it tries to take over her body before the mist pushes it out. Through 
the master of illusions magic, the solar is projected out through Seisha's eye as it faces off against the other BFGs and the Mistmaster, where Harold and the old mage team up well together to change reality by manifesting real illusions against the aberration. Meanwhile, Seisha faces off against the Elder Eye within recollections of her memories and projections and fabrications of Seisha's own mind as it tries to tear her down and destroy her psyche. Through the Gonadon oozes, replicating loved ones, however, the Lore Keeper's mind is resilient as she manipulates the thoughts in her favor, looking for an exit out. And in the end, Seisha makes it back as she awakens the elder evil hold over her and in conjunction its hold over her solar uh, weakens while the BFGs have weakened the solar enough the projection and through a lot of V's devastating hits so Vinley can remove the curse from its form through Savard but before Seisha fully awakens she sees a figure of her mother in the mist and hears Ganadar calling out saying I see you, Lara. In a series of short moments, realizes everything and knows that the Mist Master and Lara are both her mother and is forced to make a decision between two paths caused by the Hag, who follows Shothragot, mother of monsters and harbinger of the Elder Eye. Seisha apologizes to the mother she spent her whole life looking for knowing that Pixel's soul lies in the balance as she gives over the information. And with that, a reality-tearing rift opens as the BFGs see the monstrosity of the god-killing servant of Ganadar, George Forsworn, and the true might of the Jathamon Dagger. However, they all see and hear through a string of blatant lies a beautiful, but heartbreaking truth that Lara has never left her daughter alone, despite never physically being there. As Lara created a falsehood by taking on the form of Agma to be a guide in Seisha's life. In Lara's last moments of life, she used the last essence of her divine power to create a portal to somewhere safe, somewhere unknown. And that is where we pick up tonight's episode. <clears throat> You all burst through a portal that is roughly five feet above the ground as you all come spilling out on top of each other into an alleyway before the portal closes quickly behind you so nothing else can get through. However, as it closes, you all notice the mist that made the portal dissipates by being sucked into your clothes and armor as it seeps into your skin. You do not feel any effects but you can easily infer that there might be a small amount of Lyra's magic that lingers on you for some purpose. What are you doing? Harold grabs Seisha. Scrambles <laughs> off from everybody and takes his mask and just slams it on the ground. It doesn't break, I'm sure, because it's magical. Yeah. How are we supposed to beat that? We have to go through fucking hell and back! And they just walk in the door? Oh, I thought I thought we'd have more time. I didn't. How do we beat that? I don't understand. 
I'm just saying I put all magic works. She left me. to figure out where we are first. Uh, you can look around. Uh, you can mm-hmm. also make an arcana check if you so wish yes. to figure out what possi- possibly oh could have been done. <laughs> My eyeliner is not waterproof. <laughs> I grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> You're just going to have really long wings I'm, I'm um, black swanning it tonight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> got the, well, you know, your, your eyes leaking mist. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. So, so you just got smoky eyes now. In order to defeat the hag, one must become the hag. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and that is something that you all notice as you look at Seisha's tears, is that through her left eye, there is just this constant leaking of mist that just pours out of the eye. And it has a soft glow to it. Uh, very, it's <clears throat> how the mist looks that radiates off of her in her divine form, but this yep. is always there. And there is a scar that kind of runs up the top and bottom of the eye where you saw the hands kind of grab and tear from the solar that climbed out of her eye. Yeah, I'm going to choose to ignore that. So, <laughs> um, 16 on Arcana. Can I roll a perception check? Can you check? roll a perception check? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to look around, that's also fine. Um, I'm not sure if Seisha is in the mindset to do so, but. No. Okay. I rolled a 23 for perception. And I. Nice. I get a plus five to perception. Your, pro- your plus to perception is higher than mine. Uh, <laughs> what to say? Uh, Harold, uh, do you want to also. Uh, no, Harold is not. Okay. He's just, just furious. Could I roll that perception as well? Yeah, you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 27. I was mainly see if anybody want, else wanted to do Arcana, because we oh, do okay. the two. I mean, I could. Fine. <laughs> you wanted to. Go for it. Why not? Why not? I think I have plus zero for Arcana. Hey. But maybe I'll roll a 20. It's happened. 16. 16? <laughs> okay. Both 16s? I actually, yeah, I got a 16 too. <laughs> And I got a 27 on perception. Okay. Wow, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, even with a 16, starts at 15, and then goes up yeah. and unsure. First I will spell. say that 
V doesn't notice anything just because doesn't understand the, the nature of magic, but you do, and there is definitely, on all of you, there is something magical radiating from each of you. Yeah. You're not sure what it is, but there is definitely something from where the mist kind of seeped in, and but it doesn't. It's not visual. You just can feel. Okay. Yeah. You just weren't able to identify what it could be. Right. Um, but as you look around, the first thing you notice is the world around you is made of super polished black stone. Yet it is not like brick or carved from slabs of hewn stone like marble. Um, are you completely lost, or are you able? Are you? She's. She's. Aware enough okay. to got it. Uh, Seisha and Vinley, you notice that there are no seam lines at all in any of the buildings or roads or where they connect. The only thing possible in your mind that would be equivalent is if the entire area around you was carved or formed from a single piece of precious and flawless onyx or obsidian gemstone. As you look past the alleyway, you see a large silvery blue metallic orb fly past at an alarming speed. And once the first catches your attention, you notice countless others flying around the obsidian city of towering buildings. You're currently in an alleyway that kind of sets off, but you also notice that these strange discs are on street level but also fly overhead. None of them are carried by beasts of burden or suspended on suspension lines. When they stop, they seem to lock into circular divot locking stations that cascade up like a small dais of steps below the hovering orb where the top half dissolves away in magical energy as people step down and out from one of the open sides. Instead, they seem to be fully arcane in nature, to a point that surpasses any technology you have ever seen for public transportation. A few others pass, uh, speed past in personal arcane hovercraft that look like smaller, flat, faster floating disks being used like skateboards or Segway hover devices. Um, <clears throat> as you reach the precipice of the alley, uh, looking around a little bit more, of the citizens you pick up it is different from any city you have encountered before, including the diverse nature that is Waterdeep. You see a myriad of gnomes, dwarves, even centaurs. However, the most abundant of race of beings you see is elves, but not your normal elves. You see a city full of drow. I have a sable keyword. There is also almost all of the monstrous races that you can think of. Tieflings, kobolds, minotaurs. Yep. Besides the strange fact that you barely see any of those other races, including humans, yep. if you see any at all, because uh, they seem to be so sparse amongst this city, you notice that these drows do not hide from the sun, despite it being early midday as they you know them to normally hide uh, into the shadows um, from the dealings you've had with them uh, in Waterdeep. The next thing you notice 
is a similarity to parts of Waterdeep in the fact that no one, and we mean absolutely no one, is walking around with brandished weapons. Seishin Vinley, you notice, at least from what you can passively perceive, no one is even carrying anything that could hide weaponry, like your father's cane, or something that would be hidden in a bracer, or anything like that. No one is even wearing armor of any sort. However, almost everyone here seems to have a small gemstone crystal embedded into the brow of their forehead. I will also say that none of you recognize the style of clothing that they are wearing. It is almost alien in nature to what you are used to seeing. And amongst the bewilderment of your surroundings, you also notice huge illusion projections that look like advertising giants beckoning you into deeper parts of the city or into private establishments where all other towns and cities in Faerun typically have wooden or metal hanging plaques the signs here seem to be animated and possibly interactive. Nearby, a young drow couple walk up to a glass monolith at the edge of the road roadway and perform a series of hand movements obscured by their body. Suddenly, an illusion of a nondescript androgynous humanoid pops up forward and begins talking to them. Seisha, your observant perception picks up that the arcane hollow form is giving them directions. To put it in layman terms, this is basically magic sci-fi world. Gotcha. Yeah. So those big projections and stuff like that, like uh, Blade Runner 2077, things like that, but it's all arcane illusion. But yeah, everything here. I'm going to scoop up my mask and pull it back over my face. I look around to see if there's any clothing stores. We're like in a city, right? Like like on the street? Oh, what? We're like in the city on the street, right? Yeah, you're right at the edge of like this alleyway and... Okay, so there are like shops and stuff? There are, but at this moment, um, Vinley and Seisha, you feel something weird behind you. And it looks to be right next to Harold behind as you see. As Harold goes to pick up the mask and puts it on from the ground where his mask laid, kind of next to the wall, both coming up from the ground and out from the wall, you see something pushing through. It's like a latex wall that someone is like pushing their form through so you can see it stretch across and it's one smooth orbed face and then another and then another as you then also see two hands try and like pull itself up out of the ground. You watch as almost think like a mixture of an orca and a beluga whale but no eyes you just see a, a mouth that parts the smile you can see that there are white teeth they kind of go as it just kind of moves out. There are two holes where nostrils would be kind of slits in the front of this face as it leans out. Uh, I'll say that Harold doesn't even notice it as he's putting the mask on. The two of you see it kind of pushing towards these three heads and stuff, still attached to the ground and the wall itself. Is this where the portal was or is this somewhere else? Somewhere else. It, okay. It's like 
layman's term T one thousand pulled itself yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it uh, and it's not like there isn't anything under it. It looks it's the like, wall itself and the right. ground itself pulled up. And as it hovers over Harold, it doesn't look like it's about to attack, but it definitely looks very interested in him. Harold, Harold, Harold. I know it's there. And he turns around and looks at it like he's always known it was there. And it just kind of like cocks its head and like one lowers down like real close up to you. And this thing's large. Hey pal, you got something you want to fucking say? He says from behind the mask. You can see as you do that, its mouth opens and there's just rows and rows of like shark-like teeth. And it, and like its lips quiver but it seems confused by you. Divine sense. Nothing. Nothing. Um, okay, so it's not Faye. No. Okay. I think it's time to go. Somewhere, anywhere other than here. So you know what it is? No, I don't know what it is. I just knew it was there. What do you uh, want? Uh, you can roll an insight. Sure. Can I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. Uh, that's gonna be higher than mine, I think. I don't know, 22. 22? Yeah. Right. Okay, um, first off, you get confusion. Um, you can tell it is feeding off of your anger, and that's what is drawing it forward, but there is something that's keeping it at bay. And that is what's causing the confusion. Like, when you are aggressively addressing this thing, that's what's causing it to be angry but the other two heads are just kind of looking at that one and then towards themselves and amongst the others. There's just something off. We should go. Yeah, I don't like this. I also don't like standing out this much. Yeah, I'm not exactly in the mood to go shopping either. Well, okay. Never mind. I mean, if you want to, we can. It's not that I want to. I just worry what would happen if we don't. I just feel like we'd attract a lot of attention. I feel like the moment we walk out of this alley, we're going to attract attention. We have weapons. We're going to attract attention. As you say that, your passive perception and insight picks up something on the citizens on the street level around you. Mm -hmm. Everyone is smiling, jovial, like there is, like at, you just look and there is no one arguing, there is just peace, an, an energy of calmness right. across yeah. everyone. And just like their guard is completely down. Yep. Com- like, yeah. and they have no worry at all. And where did she you, as you scream to this strange creature, Harold, it, it echoes out, and a couple people stop and look and keep moving. But there's one individual that is still standing in the alley that is just kind of looking down at you all as you're having this conversation, and they're... The silhouette of them is shorter and stockier. Um, and uh, I think this is a perfect time for oh. Ellie to join us. Oh, ah! I'm excited. I'm so excited. 
the first time anybody's gonna meet Harold while he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining our table. Yay! So um, I'm not sure how much you heard uh, while out there, I but not. <laughs> okay. So you come upon and you hear. Yeah, as you're you're traveling down uh, the road, you come past a an alleyway. And you hear something that you haven't heard in a quite some time. And that is very aggressive words. Uh, shouting, um, anger, and uh, just just raw emotion. And as you look down this alleyway, you see the myriad uh, that is the BFGs as this defiant half-elf. Uh, do you have the mask on? Or oh, off? yeah, it's on. Okay with uh, a porcelain white mask with red, golds, and blacks. Oh, that mask back there. Um, <laughs> uh, just staring down, again, defiantly, against one of the creatures that you know resides in the city. But it, another thing that is off is there's confusion coming from this entity that is looking down the three heads and then the arms. And you can start to see that there are more ripples happening as there are more faces that start to come out, almost peering over in curiosity, not necessarily like more to surround you, but more like curious at what is transpiring. Um, you notice that one of the heads um, definitely does look, it's acting as it should, but there is confusion amongst the other two and you know what typically happens when these things show up yeah um i'm going to very quietly without drawing attention to myself as much as possible try and make my way down the alley to see more of who these people are okay. and what is happening why don't you go ahead and give me a stealth check yeah that's fair Uh, nice. Dirty 20. Yes. Yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> Seisha, you still notice. the yeah. <laughs> And Minley still notices uh, this short, stout silhouette uh, person kind of coming down. Um, I think your what's your passive insight? Uh, my passive insight is only a 14. Okay. It's, even though there's just the body language is not threatening, Okay. Uh, and your passive insight of 21. a bajillion <laughs> is, is, again, more like curiosity, but, but trying not, definitely you can see like isn't sticking to the shadows to be sneaky, but more right. like respectful as Got it. trying to just like that curiosity is like, what's going on over here? Okay. Uh, but you can't quite make out with the, the backlight of the city itself with these like arcane energies of like blues and pinks and purples and almost like a vibrant neon. I'm picturing like a uh, an arcane Times Square. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But also mixed with but like cyberpunk. That. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Everything okay. that is technological in cyberpunk right. is arcane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So arcane punk. Yeah. <laughs> arcane punk. Okay. Um, is going to come up onto her knees and look up the alley toward this figure. You see this tall human um, 
with vibrant, like, orange hair, take a knee and look to you, wearing full plate. Um, what's your passive perception? Uh, 17. 17? Okay. You can notice that there's, like, kind of backlit from, or into the darkness of the alley, but there seems to be, like, smoke rising or steam rising, something out of, like, the left side of, of her face, but mm-hmm. looks towards you in a kneeling position. Mm-hmm. But you can see that you are you were spotted. Uh, you do notice amongst them all, who hasn't noticed you, is an eight-foot-tall uh, being <laughs> uh, that looks real strong. Yeah. Real strong. <laughs> I need to get shorter again. <laughs> Where are we? Oh, uh, hi. Um... Wait, you don't know where you are? No. No, we sort of got portaled here. And oh. now this thing's fucking here. Oh, oh sh- um, well, what is that well, thing? Uh, for one, watch your language. Watch my language? Please, Hi, please. good to meet you I, too. Hi, hmm, trust me, I learned it the hard way and you don't want to learn it either. You see that center one, every time you just exuberate this aggressive energy, it just like, it you can tell just your insight everybody's insight here it wants to rip you apart and i'm just going to put up my hands and go hey um uh new friends um they they don't know any better i'll tell them i promise and you, you just see the other two like look towards you and kind of just look amongst the others but that other one is just even eyeless not moving oh goodness you can suck down a fireball too, pal. I don't care. Oh, goodness. Uh, and you see, as you look over, the entire alleyway, them coming out. Harold. We should get out of the alleyway. Harold. What? I think they're attracted to your anger. I don't yeah. fucking care. Oh, well, the maybe, language. Maybe, language. Maybe you should, if they're going to keep following us like this. I'm so sorry. I know it really, really sucks, but I'm just... They're going to keep multiplying just because we're upset. Maybe we should, I don't know. You said we should leave? Do something about we, that? We probably should. We should probably um, walk away while All we right. still can and yeah. maybe stop saying the fuck word. Hello. Good to meet you. Hi. I'm Karina. Hi. Harold. Hi, Harold. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Harold's glaring this thing down. Absolutely not calm down. In uh, his defense, he doesn't know how to speak without cursing. That's okay. I I didn't either when I got here. Um, and you know, like, you're surprised that he was not attacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just. And as you leave the alleyway, the light shines a little bit more on your new companion that has presented herself to you. Describe what you look like. So you see a four and a half foot dwarf with a very wild frizzy black hair with rose gold accoutrement throughout her braids. Uh, She has a deep blue uh, tunic with a corset with rose gold detailing on the edges, she has a moonsickle in her hip, a staff with a white star on it, and uh, now that you can see her, her hands from fingertip all the way up into her sleeves are covered in tattoos of constellations. Oh, and she has a cool. bunch of spell, um, or not spell, uh, star finding equipment on her hip. 
That's so cool. Interesting. Hi. Um. Yeah. They. They. The city gets really mad when you say the fuck word, or if you. The city as a whole. Headbutt someone. Yes. Where are what we? City? So we're always being watched. Sort of. And um. But only if you're bad. And you can see, like, as you're walking, there's just the wall itself is kind of moving around you, but only your group. You look around, and it seems to be paying no mind to the rest of the city. Everything here is just sort of nice. Where, where is here? Um, I'm still trying to fully figure that out for myself. And how long have you been here? Oh, goodness. Uh... I don't rightly know. It's not been too long, though. Okay. I just sort of... <laughs> Great. But, um, but no, the city's actually quite wonderful. I've, I've had a wonderful time here once. I figured out you're not supposed to get drunk and headbutt a guy because he told a funny joke. You get drunk and headbutt guys if they're funny? I've, I've been headbutted plenty of times for being funny. They just didn't think it was funny when I thought it was. See, that, that's what that my do. So, wait, this place is really great as long as you just ignore, like, three-fourths of who you are as a person? Is three-fourths of who you are a bad person? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <sighs> do you happen to know what moon you were born under? The one above my city, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, what is it called? Is it Salune? Salune? <laughs> I'm still learning about that one, okay. Uh, All right. Can, is there somewhere one. we can go where the faces aren't glaring at me through the walls? Um, no, and maybe don't. Oh, you're right. I should really give them two. You see, really let them know. it comes out, and when it comes out, you see a bunch of the citizens just notice this, and although they're just like, hi, they give the <laughs> wide berth. It's okay, they're, they're new in town. Oh my God, please stop doing that. What do you mean stop doing We've just been through a lot, and I and I, I appreciate. I can that. appreciate that more than you know. Uh, kinda saw my entire world go poof, so I kind of don't care if you've had a bad day. I don't want to watch you get ripped apart in the city street. That's not my idea of a good day. Carol's gonna my slowly take the mask off and put it back <laughs> in his shoulder, and just try to chill out. Yes, hello, I'm Karina. My name is Vinley, it's nice to meet you. Hi, Vinley. Thank you for helping us. I... I know how stressful this place can be when you first get here. It's but once you get used to it, it's actually quite wonderful. I would like to not get used to it. Yeah, we would like to go back where we came from. Not where we came from, literally, but like our home, you know? I would like to, too, but I don't have that luxury. Let's... Is there somewhere we can go where, is there somewhere we can go where these things aren't? Or is that, like, I go to the bathroom and I gotta be careful not to think about having a bad day or he's gonna be staring at me? Oh, it's not, it's not really the thoughts, it's, it's the outward anger. Oh, well I wish someone had said that from the beginning. I'm really good at that. No problem at all. A-okay, doing great already. I do believe I said that. Oh, sorry. Maybe I just wasn't listening because it was, Definitely not very angry, you see? That's fair, I have four siblings I'm used to not being listened to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Or we just, uh... I had 
Four siblings. <laughs> uh, Harold, you notice that even though you are falsely projecting positivity, that movement is still there. Oh, probably because I'm lying. If we, um, um, but asking when you are thinking back about uh, the, you know, is there somewhere we can go, something like that? You remember seeing those two drow couple walking up to basically a glass monolith and doing something to it, and then. We can get directions from that monolith over there. Do you know how to use yeah. that? Yes, I do. Oh. Well, we'd be really grateful if you could help us. Absolutely. Uh, let's go then. And you walk up, and at the intersection of a road where you would see, like, possibly advertisements or, uh, you know, a bus station or something like that, or a mall kiosk and the kind of thing, there's a glass monolith. And of this thick glass that you can see arcane sigils embedded into the inside so if you touch it it feels smooth but you can see them etched within uh, and you watch as Karina moves her hand a, a couple of places very minority minority report style mm -hmm. and then um, as this happens you see this circular map show up and you can see that it is divided into nine quadrants and in the center, there is a massive tower, and it kind of like protrudes out and then like lays down flat. And there's a uh, a person comes up, like a, a hollow form. Hello. He can help. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, hi, we're trying to. It seems you are lost. Yes, we uh -huh. sure are. It would be great if you could help us find a way out. Where are you going? That's a great question. Waterdeep. There is no Waterdeep within the city of Rymanthian. No, it only gives directions in the city. Okay. Uh, well, what's the closest city this is, to this one? This is the city that was brought back. I, I don't know. We, through Caliban's sacrifice. Yeah. Wait, what? This is the... This the is the city, city that was brought hope. back when uh, the original Blackstaff sacrificed himself. The guy on a beer. Oh, it shit. It sounds like you're looking for a library. Yes. How did it appear? Yes. Oh, there's a wonderful library. Where? Uh, I can I can show you where it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to be of assistance, huh. and this is where it is. And it fades away, and on the map you can see, like, here you are, bling, here it is, bling. And then, <laughs> like, little, like, We just followed path. up. That is incredible. Um, and when you looked at the city, uh, <laughs> it almost looks like an exact replica of Midgar. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so that's its layout. So it's like pie sections right. um, that all lead to a center tower. And then at the end of each section, there's also another tower. And there's this these roads that are like concentric circles that kind of like loop around and radiate further and further, kind of like the main highways. And then there's a bunch of roads and alleyways that kind of connect in within the sec uh, sectors and quadrants and stuff like that. Okay, so... Oh. So we're in a town that, well, we know we know why it's here, and but I, I I still don't think I understand entirely the whole like 
you're always being watched and you can't be angry situation. Did you ever get an explanation on that one? Not really. Um, I just kind of figured the city is a person. And Someone. the person doesn't like when people are mean. Someone wants to create a utopia here. And so... They use that word a lot. They suppressed through fear people's negative emotions. I don't know if it's through fear. Nobody here really... Are you afraid of those things that were in the street? Oh, I am, but that's because I'm not from here. I'm from the mountains. Could be ingrained in the populace here. I think they're all just used to it, so they don't feel two ways about it. Yeah, we're going to have to leave this place quickly. We've got to get information from here. That's why we were sent here. There's something we're supposed to find here. Well, let's get to that library then. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Are you walking through the streets? Are you taking one of these public transportation orbs? Or what are you all doing? Yeah, Karina's heading straight to a public transit orb because she's used to it now. (laughs) I will follow you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, um, I would say something that you notice as you're walking or when you get into the orb, you're like looking for a form of payment. Yeah, that's or... the first thing I was going to ask. Yeah, there is none. Yeah, I figured that true. <laughs> and as you like speed past, like in modern day speeds. Harold yeah. is pressed yeah. to the wall. <laughs> just, like, Karina's doing that subway person thing where she has her staff, but she's leaned slightly forward. Yeah. Um, is, like stumbles back, hits the side. Like, oh! uh, you walk up the, the short steps of the dais and you step in, uh, and you can see that there's a half orb that looks like a bowl, and both sides are kind of open when everybody steps in and fills the seats. Uh, that part closes first, and then there's like this bubbly arcane that kind of forms over you, and you can see everything around you and uh a little that little person pops up again and goes hello oh where would you like to go uh library please uh which one oh and i'm gonna tell them the one that we were given on the map okay got it no problem have a wonderful day and just the arcane illusion fades away and you'll uh, never get used to that guy no i definitely already i'm aware that's, and, that's weird. And that's when you speed off. And, <laughs> 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 uh, and this is like a, a large carriage size. It fits all of you. Um, you saw ones that could be bigger and of that, but uh, you only went into one that you needed. Again, there was no form of payment. Uh, and as you speed past, you're seeing merchants and stuff like that. And you notice that no one is paying for things. And it's not like just people walking up and, and taking things. They are interacting with the sellers, but you do not see an exchange of coin. You do sometimes see an exchange of items. Karina. Yeah. Why isn't there any money here? He's clearly just <laughs> absolutely nervous. Oh, bless your heart. Um, they don't use money. You You trade in things that are... Valuable or things that the person could use. Okay, but how do you get valuable things if you can't buy them with money? You could grow them, or you could build them. Oh, I have to work. Oh, no. 
Or if you have trinkets from other places, they really like those. Oh, I banked. Why does it bank like that? <laughs> and uh, and that's because when because everything's circular when it goes around. Yeah, it, yeah. I, it just it seems to just roll off. Ah. <laughs> He's honestly having a great time. Yeah, Harold's probably the only one who looks nervous. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Okay. Huh. Motion sickness. I I want to. I want to really apologize about the way I was when you first met me. Um, it's okay. I was not happy when I got here either. Did you have to run from those things? No. I actually had no clue they existed until that guy told a funny joke, and I told him that was amazing, and I headbutted him, and then the wolves grabbed me. And I said, I'm sorry, and they let me go. I dig that. Headbutting for good jokes. That's awesome. Just how my family does things, or really, everyone from the mountains. I'm, I'm really sorry about what happened before you got here. Uh, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I, I don't want to pry. I just, uh, our world's kind of probably on the same path right now. That's why I ask. Going through some stuff. I, I'm fairly certain you might be right. Oh. I. Saw things uh, in the stars before everything happened, and I don't know your. I don't know your stars. It's all different here, so you can read stars. Well, kind kind of not these though. Just your stars from your original home. Yeah, but I'm I'm trying to learn these. They're fascinating. What was your original home called? Uh, well, all the travelers called it the wasteland. Can I make a roll for that? The wasteland? You don't need to. You never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds Literally talking lovely. about a different sphere. It, right. Yeah. It was a beautiful, it's a beautiful world. Uh, it was called the wasteland because uh, when humans would travel, they would get very incensed that there were no humans anywhere. So they thought we clearly were just an uncivilized continent of nothingness. Oh. But no, we've got big proud kingdoms of tritons and a library with floors made of diamonds you know we're we're a wonderful world i'm really sorry that's that's awful um I yeah can't, i can't believe that happened did you um i i'm, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and, and I, once again i'm not trying to be rude um do you know something about something called the Elder Eye? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then if it wasn't the Elder Eye... I mean, rightly, I don't know what it was. I just saw it coming. Oh, no. Was it like a... what it looked like? Just everything sort of... kind of started going wrong. I, I don't know how to describe it. Like a... Like a comet, or like a like things the sky just, just went backwards. wrong. The sky went wrong. Stars moving, yeah. darkness where there used to be light. Yeah. Oh no. My favorite constellation even disappeared. Yeah. There's. Uh, are you familiar with a place called the Far Realm? No. It's. It's the home of these entities that live within the void between planes. Older than Mm. time. Older than anything. Mm. Older than the gods. They're so powerful they can't be destroyed. And 
Well, I don't know if I believe that. I, w- I would... Anything can be destroyed that was made. I don't think they were made. These are forces. These are not living things. Like... But they can be barred away. Yeah. I don't try to make much sense of it either. I just go along with what they say. We're trying to bar that away now so that our world... And I'm, I'm, once again, I'm really trying not to be insensitive, but we just, we're trying to stop probably the same thing that happened to you. You don't gotta worry about being insensitive to me. It's a city you gotta worry about. <laughs> well, you're the nicest person I've met here so far, other than the creepy guy in the machine. You're the only person I've met here so far. Hello. Ah, uh, oh. I don't need anything. Thank you, though. Hello. Good day. Uh, oh, every time. Every time. Every time. Um, <laughs> how long have you been here again? I don't entirely know, but it, it's not been too long. The bartender doesn't know my order yet. How does time pass here? I don't know. Okay, so there might are there days like normal? Yeah. Okay, twenty-four hours. I don't know that. We have is it, do we do time by hour? Yeah, yeah. sure. I imagine the only thing that's so. different is your weeks are ten, ten day days. weeks and three week months. So okay. looking at the sky, do I get the sense that we're back on the material plane, or are we somewhere else? Uh, go ahead and make survival. Maybe survival. I'm gonna say at disadvantage because it's during the day. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's gonna be oh, a lot yeah, harder it's the day. unless yeah. it's bread. <laughs> I keep imagining this place at night. It's I can day. see okay. one of those. What's the other one? Hmm. Survival <laughs> at disadvantage. 23. 23. Wow. 19 and nice. Yeah, one of them's a natural 20. Looks like Toral Sky. One's yeah. the there's, only, there's only one sun. Yeah. Blue sky. Yeah. The only thing that's Clouds. very weird is this extremely modern but yet still arcane driven city. Now that Harold's calmed down a little and he's looking out the windows trying not to get sick, uh, do I see faces moving at super speed along the walls, like glaring at me still, or is that gone away? Uh, it is It is definitely recited a lot more. There's there's still a little bit. Okay. Um, but uh, it's not as interested. So uh, do you have, like, a job here? Like, you live somewhere? No. I, I just stay with my friend. Who's your friend? Oh my god, his name has left me. Luke Harries. Luke Harries. Okay. He, he brought me here when I puffed in. And you said there's bars here? Yeah, it's probably so, bars. So you drink then? Well, of course. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, let's, all right, here we go. Oh my god, I was yeah, so we're just, okay. I'm going to pull out one of my bottles of wine. <laughs> um, and you notice that the more jovial you get, like, the more it just kind of subsides and just less and less interested. I open up my flask, I drink the last little bit of alcohol, I get healed for it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, because you <laughs> hate you. Uh, I don't know how much, but then I will... Y- you cool with drinking out of my flask? Is that cool? Is it wine out of a flask? Is a little weird, but I'm telling it's you, it's so good stuff. Weird. It's wine? Yeah, this is wine. I, I, got, I keep a bottle. Do you know what wine is? What are you... Come on! She just said she drinks. She knows what wine is, man. I mean, maybe she I, drinks other she's stuff. Maybe, maybe I she... can speak common. Do you need lessons? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Okay, everybody, please hold on a second. Let, I put the wine bottle away. I like reach also, around. Also, here, this is the good stuff. Oh. And I'm gonna pass him a flask of whiskey. I. Oh, that's strong. Oh, that's great. Thank yeah, you. That's the elderberry. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah, we're gonna get along great. Okay, awesome. Um. So, uh, V. Yes. Is my best friend. She's totally. Hello. In common. You have arrived at your destination. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Welcome to the Codex Athenium. Cool. Thank you. Good day. I hope so. And I'm gonna. Is <laughs> <laughs> it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I will. Okay. Okay. So since our money isn't good here, do you know of a place where we could? Day in exchange for one brooch, because it's all I have. Um, would Lucaris have enough space where I'm staying with him for me to offer? Yeah. Okay. Um, how about this? Uh, we can just, you can stay where I am, and... You have space for all of us? Well, you know, we might have to... Configure, but yeah. Okay. Would your friend not mind? Well, they kind of have I, to, I think right? It, because people can't get mad here, so they have to be okay with it. Yeah, I think it actually would uh, work in your favor that he can't be bothered by it. <laughs> this, is, this is Harold, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this place. I want to go home. Uh, do okay. you get out? I mean, you all are just kind of sitting in this orb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so she gets out, out yeah. Okay. walks up the uh, steps. She okay. just leaves. Yeah. Got it. Um, you all notice that the attention is less on Harold now, and there's like a little ripple that follows behind Seisha. I'm going to... It doesn't look like it's forming. It's just very subtle. I'm going to very quietly with Karina as Seisha goes out ahead, and I'm going to just very gently... I know she can hear me, but I'm going to say... That's that's Seisha. Um, okay. She's just experienced a death in her family. Oh no. Uh, and it happened, like, a few hours ago. I don't even think it's been a few hours. Like it's twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, oh. I don't know how time passes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, we're the reason emotions are high um, is because yeah. it was a very long journey to get there, and things did not go well. Oh goodness. So. Um, You'll have to, she's very sweet. Everybody here is really sweet. She's the nicest person and in our group, which makes it sadder. Yeah. Yeah. She's sad. Um, and Karina is going to oh, run up to Seisha's side. That's so nice. Quickly, just, hi. Um, they kind of told me too much about you. Um, <laughs> But I just, I just wanted to say I, I just lost my entire family, and um, oh here here, and I'm going to pull out a purple and teal handkerchief with an embroidered fish in front of a waterfall. I'm gonna say here here for you, for you That's Thank you. that's from a kingdom where I'm from, and uh, it's got this Triton queen, and she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. And she can... almost married a tabaxi. <laughs> you all notice that when Seisha, like, 
gives into those motions, but it's the sadness. It's not as interested. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. You, you Thank can you. Keep that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to say, because um, I know. I'm sorry for your loss. They kind of didn't like me, so it's okay. <laughs> but I can tell you loved who, who you lost. And yeah. <laughs> but your friends seem very nice. And they're really good people. They're, uh, they're family. That sounds really nice. <laughs> Are you alone here? Other than the cares? Yeah. Everyone's gone. I'm sorry. I think what blocked out your stars is threatening our world now. I mean, I was kind of alone before it, so it's not too much different here, but you all seem really nice. Maybe if, if I can help in any kind of way, even if it's just getting you to a library, it's not so bad. I appreciate you. Can I make a perception check uh, to see if anybody's wearing anything that would register as Bregendaire? Go ahead. Yep. Because I know there's a lot of drow. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, not terrible, actually. Uh, 17. 17. Um, you know that Bregendaire are typically kind of over, like covert. Right. Uh, so it, you don't really see anything. However, you do see a, a drow woman waiting to speak to Seisha. And she has just like a small trinket in her hand, okay. um, but is not intruding upon their conversation. And once it looks like there's a pause, she walks up and goes, um, I don't know why you're sad. And I am very sorry that you are. And I just wanted to give you this, a little token that will hopefully brighten your day. Say so she takes it. And uh, if you want to roll a d100. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> a used sock. <laughs> <laughs> I already have like six of those in my bag. I know, right? <laughs> 80. 80? A used sock. Oh, that's a small <laughs> rabbit fur pouch filled with ceremonial herbs and incenses. And mm. as you inhale it, and you smell the scent. It reminds you of home. And she, like, I don't know if you are, but if you just want a hug. And They're really good huggers. <laughs> yes. The woman gives you a very sincere and genuine hug and holds you for a moment. And goes, I really do hope your day gets better. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, and no. then I... once the the hug is done, and, like she just kind of gives you a nod and a smile and continues walking amongst the day. Harold looks stunned as she walks by. And says, I think I completely misread this place. What do you mean? Well, judging from the initial interaction with the thing that came out of the wall, That's I assumed fair. that this was fair. kind of a forced utopia. But these people are—they're lovely. Well, really happy. You know, like 
I kind of thought it was maybe a fake it till you make it, and then it just becomes normal. Uh, I will say, Vinley, the more that you have see the garb and clothing of people, it is definitely elvish. But it's unlike anything you've ever seen. Hmm. But it's similar to things you've read about. Like in bedtime stories to scare your kids? Nope. Okay. Like history <laughs> class. Oh. But like old history. Okay. Yep. You two are. Okay. What was that you were saying? Um. Probably can't rage here, can I? I would think that'd be a bad idea. But no, I don't, I don't I know, think there's like, really anything to fight. I just, okay. I just worry that if something were to happen, and we did have to fight something, I wouldn't be able to fight to my fullest ability without repercussions. Or more things coming at us to fight because of it. Well, with that in mind, maybe we should focus on like avoiding fights. Like If something tries to fight us, I can put up some illusions and we can book it. Yeah, I guess. I know, I know. If something tries to fight you, the city will fight it first. That's a good point. It'd be you cool know? to see the old killer whales jumping out of the walls and not glaring at me. That'd be that'd neat. Um, let's let's hit up this library. Do they normally like stay in the wall, come out of the wall? What are those things? I don't rightly know what they are, but they generally are gone unless they gotta be here. I, I go up. Is there one of those little monolith things nearby? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you just see him patting at it. Just... Oh, oh. She's gonna. <laughs> yeah. This okay. way. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. There you go. It's like a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I already once... forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it pops up, and the, you know, the city, <laughs> once again, and lays out before you, and again, that Hello. same huh. androgynous Hello. individual. Uh, good to see you. Um, would you mind answering a question for me? Are you lost? No. Um, what are those things that live in the walls? It sounds like you're looking to answer questions at the, one of the libraries. We cool. Just, we just gotta go inside. Okay, let's just go inside. <laughs> just go inside. Thank you so much. I don't need any more help. Okay. If you are ever needing assistance of traversing the city, please come to one of the kiosks. Cool. Thank you. Have a good day. And you can see that this is basically like like a map kiosk. Oh, like a... a, a a like, mall kiosk where yeah, right. mall yeah, that's basically its purpose. So like, oh, hey, I need to figure out where I'm going. Okay, cool. Let's got it. Cool. Then I call him Quest Map. Oh, I like that Quest, quest Map. map. <laughs> Do they give you quests? Well, you know, if you got a quest to go to the library, you tap, and the map tells you how to get to the library. Quest Map. <laughs> Do you need a quest? <laughs> Harold does. Oh, you know what? This is a great time to find out that this is going to get me in trouble because Harold does it without thinking. I make a minor illusion of quest map, just like mm-hmm. oh, like a little logo that appears, yeah, and just oh. oh. All right, mm-hmm. let's go in this library. Yeah, it, any anything? Yeah, it just, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Cool. I don't yeah. explode. Nothing jumps out of the wall. <laughs> no kicks in the shins. We're it, doing great. <laughs> it doesn't tangibly become real. <laughs> oh, that's another one. <laughs> Um, so you walk into this library, but it is not what you were expecting. As you enter in, and there is just 
almost like we'll say kiosks again, but they are floating crystals. There um, are no books. Where do the pages go? That you can see upon entering. Yeah, there's not like a, you walk in, there's like there is it is kind of like tower-esque and there does it's circular you can see that um they have like a glass floor for so the higher you get could be a little unnerving um but uh in the in the center uh main like at the very base bottom there is this like large crystalline uh structure and you can see multiple small ones and people just kind of wandering around and it's hard to see what's above you unless you go up there into those floors, but you can see people walking around and interacting with things up there. I wave at anybody who catches my eye. And before we I go, very happily smile and wave back. Before we go any further, um, I need a promise from you three. Yeah, of course. Anything you needed. Never tell anyone who we saw die. Okay. I promise. Okay. Okay, where do they put the pages in these things? Okay, that's the part you're not going to like. Uh-oh. And I'm going to go over to access some information. Okay. And just, uh, what do you mm. want to know? Just ask her. I, she, I'm not well, the brainy one. Um, see if there's any information on the Far Realms. Far Realms, okay. Uh, and you walk up to the the main structure. There's a crystal, and you can see other people interacting with it. And there's just this arcane runes and, like, overlapping sigils and stuff like that that uh, uh, just kind of overlaps each other and you can see the whole layout of the library as it starts spinning around kind of almost like clockwork yeah. uh, and you can see like as you put it in almost like this is the Dewey Decimal of this right. and so you come in and you start doing it and you see a section of the library that kind of lights up so that's where we need to go Yes. Uh, and um, you can see like more of those tensors discs. There's not really any stairways or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see people that uh, you know are disabled. Like roll up with some wheelchairs, and that you know there's no need for stairs when you have these lifts that mm -hmm. all work arcanely and things like that. Um, and you are taken to a level, and you can see that there are like sleeves of um, like shelving and stuff like that. But when there's no leather, there's no like that vanilla soft scent of old pages and books like that. It all just looks to be like glass sleeves stuck into uh, these different sections. Uh, Sasha's going to walk over and pull one off the shelf. Mm -hmm and tap it. Uh, as it taps, uh, it brings up a laundry list of uh, words, mm -hmm. and you recognize common, celestial, elvish, elvish, mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, do you want my actual yeah. list? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, hang on, it's under skills, I think. Right here, nope. You gotta remember where you get on, on here. Proficiency is in languages, there we go. Celestial, common, draconic, elvish, and thieves camp. Uh, would be in thieves camp, yeah. but yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you can, you, you go through and you can pick out the ones and if you click on one of those, mm -hmm. it, uh, again, it's this etched glass that feels smooth, kind of like a tablet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it rotates and then just starts filling in uh, in what, you know, whatever research you would like. Okay. Um, she is going to basically look for anything on the far realm, especially anything that refers to uh, Shathragat or the Elder Eye. Uh, okay. Anything like that, just like doing any library stuff yeah. is, would take time. Yeah. Um, okay. Hint, hint, next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about next week? We're going home tonight! <laughs> uh, but you can, uh, as you're going through, you see that it has rudimentary information about the Far Realm that you've already discovered and yeah, things like that. Yeah, but it's here. Oh, it yeah. says a lot. Yeah. They haven't been here yet. They haven't been here yet. Um, yeah, there is stuff that you haven't seen before. Right. Um, if you wanted to research anything about the information about the city or what the walls are, yeah, like that's, that, I want to know what I want to know what those things yep. are. Um, and instead of like the, you don't have to go back down to the giant one. You can go to one of those smaller ones that basically does the same thing, right? Um, and find out information once again. Uh, messing around with it, you're able to find out where that section is of the library. Sure. Is there anything that you're looking for. I'm looking for magic that I thought was theoretical. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to you in just a second. Yeah. You, find a, you find an area. Uh, is there anything V is looking for? Not really. I think she's mostly just kind of taking it in. I think she wants to try to get, like, some new clothes and stuff because, like, the whole... I know we're in the library, and it's not really how I'm going to be able to do that. But that's don't, the main thing on... do have clothes that change shape? Yeah, you I have, have a cloak that changed shape. No, I bought, you clo I bought you a whole outfit that will you change look to look fashion. like any outfit. I thought you bought that for Voss. No, I bought it for you. Voss bought one for himself. Oh. Yeah, you have both. You have the you cloak have a, and the clothes. Yeah, you have the many Oh, fashions. I didn't know that. My bad. Yeah, All right, that, never mind. And then you have a separate pair of clothes that is the uh, dress of many pockets. That can only be a dress. I do have a dress of many pockets. But, but it can yeah. be any dress. Yeah. Okay, I thought I just had the dress of many pockets and the cloak. I didn't realize I had clothing because yep. I definitely don't have that written down. Okay. So <laughs> never mind. Don't worry about that. Um, cool. But as far as information goes, um, V doesn't really know what to make of this world and... Doesn't really know what she would look for other than how to get back, which I don't think there would really be information here on how to do that, or else people would know how to get back. Maybe planar travel? Maybe. Not on the same plane. Oh, maybe. Is it a different plane? Uh, then. I can, I, I can try looking into any sort of traveling. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Um, you actually end up kind of going in the same direction that Vinley does. Yeah. Just so you know. Uh, are you doing anything? I am following Harold, <laughs> and as he's looking for books, I'm pulling out my smell bag of herbs that I've made to smell like books. It's like, here, it helps. There you go. Oh, that does feel nice, but you got me pegged wrong. I, I, I barely read. I, can, I, I, like, I know how to do it. It makes it feel less weird here. That's true. You know, I do feel a little less weird. 
and I feel like I feel like sophisticated touching all this glass stuff, and I just like go to touch one, I almost drop it and then like, shove oh, it back goodness. in. I'm so sophisticated right now. <laughs> um, Karina is going to start walking away <laughs> from Harold um, and is going to meet up with Finley. Yeah. Uh, Harold will say at some point you actually do, like you get a stack and then one falls and you see it tumble and right before it hits, it actually hovers without shattering oh. across the ground. Oh, yep. that's weird. I'm going to pick that back up and put yep. it back on my pile and take my glass somewhere else. <laughs> uh, Seisha, are you doing anything? Um... Seisha is going to uh, go over to the kiosk mm-hmm. and ask for uh, where can I find information on deities. Okay, yeah, another section lights up. Okay. Um, and you can go there and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably what Seisha should do is you can make a list of all of the things that, you know, hey, kiosk, yeah. where's this? Where's yeah. this? Where's this? She is just looking for information on Lara. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's some sad shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll start with... Uh, Karina and Harold. Harold. I think Karina's actually with Yeah, I went oh, okay, with Oh, okay, okay, good. W- once it looked like oh, he was going right. to drop that's things, right. she yeah, was like, like, nope, 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 But Harold, yeah. you're specifically looking into the walls. Yeah, the face walls. Okay. You find exactly what they are. What is that? <laughs> they are living creatures known as the Sharn that were once the population of the elven ancient kingdom Myrtar. That when the city was created, opted to stay Sharn and not return to their natural forms so that they would not fall into the curse of Corellin's Lament. Okay. Which would turn them into drow. Yeah and instead decided to become the city itself to protect it and guard it from malevolence. So the whole, the city is those things? Yes. Mm -hmm. You you can see that like the walls of this area are dark and black stone. Yeah, Harold instinctually feels fear, so I'm sure the walls start warbling, which makes him even scared. No. Okay, cool. He's like, oh no, oh no. And he looks over at the wall and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was... I'm sorry. I didn't... Re- I'm sorry, guys. That's, you, that's on me. And I'm you sorry. get confirmation this is Rymanthian, mm-hmm. also known as the Hidden City of Hope. As uh, some people learned last time from uh, mm-hmm. some history checks. And you learn about the history of what happened to it mm-hmm. 10,000 plus years ago during the Crown Wars. The Third Crown War. Yeah, Third Crown wow. War. As one kingdom destroyed this kingdom and through an act of a huge malevolence basically created the High Moor. Uh, it used to be this grand, lush forest. It was a forest. Yeah, grand, lush forest. And then through their bombardment basically created this yep. wasteland. So the... Great thing about the uh, elven nations uh, long ago, 
Um, so one elven nation uh, or empire uh, back then, uh, which was the Aravandar, which was the gold elven army, performed a Mythal, right? That's the right one? Yes. Yep. I always get the Mythal and the Mythal are confused. Uh, the, a Mythal, which is elven high magic, to summon the killing storm, which created the Highmoor itself, turning the entire kingdom into nothing, which they, they became and transformed into the Sharn. Basically, they're, they're the symbiote. Right. Is what Sharn are 100% the symbiote of Forgotten Realms. But instead of taking over somebody else, they just manifest. They, yeah, they just do their own these, thing, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm uh, standing on them when I'm not on the glass. Yes. Yes, when you're outside on the, you know, in the streets and stuff like that, you are standing amongst the shark. Yep. Do, does it say anything about whether they're sentient or sapient? Like, oh, 100%. Do, so yes. They, they know. So when I was insulting that guy, he was like, getting angry because I was actually insulting him. You actually look further into it and you can see some of the magic as you get into the history that, you know, later of the creation of the Sharn and them, and then also them coming back uh, through the great ritual that the 90 casters did their Mythal. Um, they have the ability to detect malice. Which I was absolutely full of when I arrived. Yep. yep. I... We'll walk to the nearest black wall, mm -hmm. and I'll be like, hey, I don't know if I'm talking to the Sharn that uh, I was really angry with earlier, but I, I, I just wanted to apologize. I know this is weird. This is probably the weirdest thing I've done in a long while, just apologizing to a wall, but uh, no hard feelings, I hope, and, I, and uh, I didn't mean any of that. And you see there is a ripple, and you see something coming through as you see a hand extend out. Oh, I shake it. Yeah, and that's it, the coolest ever. And it shakes, shakes your hand. Yep, and I shake goes his hand. Back, and, uh, and as it goes back, it just... <laughs> it goes back, it thumbs up. Harold feels tremendously better about all of this. It's like, okay, this all makes a lot more sense yep. now. And you get the sense that there are there is no city guard because the streets no, themselves guard. Why would you city. need them? Yeah. Um. Do you how much into the city do you research? Like I will. I'll go once. Okay. I, I'm okay. so interested now. Harold's just like yeah. Okay. Um. You as you there is no city guard. There is no need for adventurers or mercenaries or anything like that. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I just react dramatically to things. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure you didn't hit your head. No, um, I, my hand hit. I want to make sure yeah. it didn't knock anything over. You're good. Uh. But you do find that there are nine wardens. Okay. And uh, they are the only type of militant faction there is yep. besides the Sharn. Yep. There are nine towers in the nine sections. Uh, and they basically guard the tap, like look after the towers to look outside the city just in case anything were to breach the defenses. I'll also say that you learned that the city itself is completely invisible to Everyone. Nobody knows that this city exists. But it's on Toral. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you're in the High Moor. You are about uh, uh, 20 or so. Uh, you were close to Succumber. Oh, what? So, Succumber. So cool. And then, for, like, kind of further southeast is where this city lies yeah. in the High Moor. Uh, Harold's going to write. All this down on the notebook because he knows he'll never remember it all, and that's that's just an excuse for me to be like, you guys know this whenever I read back up. Uh, do I know this too? Because I was researching like 
like cities area travel you know that you're in the like the information that you get from from yours is that you're you're on toral you're in the high moor okay and you know like where you are on yeah you would know you would know the location of the city you would know that it's protected through uh invisible means and warded means um you would know that you can leave the city at that was my next any point yeah but but you're not sure if you can get back in got it Okay, It'll cool. be hard to find the door. <laughs> I see, I yeah. see. Okay, yeah. Mostly we just wanted to know if there was like like where the city was mm-hmm. and what the closest cities to the city would be. Like where would be the closest place to travel if we left. Yep. Uh, Succumber was the city that was being um, bombarded by the hobgoblins mm-hmm. that you guys passed as you were making your way up. Uh, heading towards, you, you left Succumber to go to Uluven where yeah. Harold yeah. encountered his family. Right. That's where we stayed so with the halfling we... family. Yep. Right. You stayed so where are we family. in relation to Waterdeep? You're about... It was like two or three weeks. Two or three weeks, like, inland. So we're pretty close. Yeah, all right. Yeah, comparative to where we were. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you mean so, a yeah. Plane? Unless, yeah. Unless you go, like, further into, like... Yeah, you're 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 now like were, so. back to where you were heading towards the high forest. You oh. have not made it to the high forest. Yet. Of those militant people that are the extra level of defense, mm-hmm. is there a leader? N- no, they are equal. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Harold yeah. likes this place. Um, okay. That you read something that uh, about a hope blade. Each of the wardens wields a hope blade. That's you don't know. There's sure. not much more yeah. about, about it, um, but they are wielders of the hope blades. And Very cool. They I'm, are. Yep. I'm great. That is awesome. This place is super cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you three um, find out where you are, at least mm-hmm. location-wise. Um, and then when you start looking into like how to navigate and things like that, and you looking into magic that may be gone, there's a couple of places that pop up. Yep. Uh, if information-wise, mm-hmm. so. The biggest thing is, like, as soon as you start looking into magic that could not exist, there is the Dragon Tower, which is strange because there's a place in Waterdeep called the Dragon Tower. <laughs> there, But everything continues to point to a place called Neveramanth. Everything, everything you read is pointing to Neveramanth. Nevera Manth? Yep. Okay. And do I get the sense that that is somewhere in this city? It is in this city. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just wanted to check. Yeah. It it tells you, like, Nevera Manth, located in blah-de-blah of this sector. Um, But, yeah. Um, You... You also, just through your research, there is magical knowledge lost to time. There, this is, the city itself, Rymanthan, is actually the elven library city. Uh, yeah, it was. Fair Telmir, which was literally the library city of the Mayatere elves. And Finley's just quietly crying to herself. <laughs> and when you all were looking at the maps, the scale that you got is the size of Waterdeep. Oh, it's a big city. Yep. Got it. That's wild. Um, 
Are there like desks? Hmm? Oh, I'm gonna sit on the floor then. Hmm? I don't care. I have a couple glasses. There things. are not desks, but if you're looking for somewhere to yeah, go, I'm... there are nooks oh. set into the walls. Are you trying to get me to quit the campaign and just live here? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go over to a nook. Uh, because I don't think I've noticed that uh, Karina is trying to get my attention. Uh, I'm just, she's just watching. Because she can see how excited you are about knowledge. And she's like... <laughs> I think this is one of those moments where Vinley is so overwhelmed with what is happening again, but this time it's exclusively a good thing happening. So she's just sitting in a nook doing whatever. She's trying to figure out how to work the tablets Take some time. And she's, she's not, like, sobbing, but, like, there are definitely tears flowing from her eyes because she realizes she is standing in one of the most powerful spells to have ever taken place. Go ahead and roll me a history check. Absolutely. Uh, you can do it with advantage. Thank you. <laughs> okay. 24. Okay. As you're reading and kind of going through this, something clicks, and that's all of the citizens having gems embedded in their, their foreheads. That clicks because it's as you're reading that like, you just get like blown back as this light bulb hits you. Those are Kira. K-I-I-R-A. And Kira are elven gems of knowledge. There are multiple tiers of Kira, but they are usually only given to high elves of knowledge. Like, high, not high elves, the race, but like just, just elves in high in stature who he, are... I was gonna say you probably saw one from Evermeet. Yeah, like come to mm -hmm. like Nessa an ambassador Bob. from yeah. the main island, and that's when you realize exactly what it is. And you and look they're around, just all walking around. Yeah, with them. and you look yep. around and you can see like there's a little like as one walks by and taps it, yep. and then holds out their hand, and you can see basically a hollow projection of somebody else's face as they just have a conversation with somebody else that has one of these crystals. Yep. And Kira is actually the elven word for Lord Jim. Oh, my. Knowledge is, you've never seen them used in this capacity. Yeah, this At is... all, like, it, beyond your scope of even imagination that, that this could even be feasible. Um, like, you actually think that they might even be, like, more powerful Kira, like the Telkira of Myth Draenor. It's blow literally is is blowing her. The, yeah, her this in the, in that shouldn't sense. even nope. exist, but it is, and yep. it's real, and it's right here in front and of it, me. And they're using it for such mundane, like just everyday things. I want one of those. <laughs> uh, she looks up and then sees uh, oh. Karina finally. Oh, um, did you want the spot? No, you just you look so. Happy, I didn't want to disturb you. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, it's really cool here, isn't it? I cannot express in words how excited and happy I am right now. <laughs> I felt the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I 
I see that you have magic things. Yes. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I do a lot with the stars and with the world around me. Oh, here. And she's going to dig a little seed out of her pocket, and I'm going to druid craft a lily. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Uh, and as it uh, appears, you can see it first is a little glowing light, and then another glowing light, and another glowing light, and then like a box of glowing lights that kind of forms a constellation and then forms into this flower. Oh, that was beautiful. Normally I'm hesitant uh, around people that do natural things, but you're from a completely different world. My, my family were marble miners, but I don't really have a proclivity for that. <laughs> kind of accidentally threw my pickaxe and it hit my brother. Um, oh my. So Is I would, he okay? Well, he's dead now. Oh. Um, but that, sorry, it was a bad joke. Oh no, it's okay. I have a, a strange knack for doing that to people. Um, but he was fine after that. Uh, but so when my family would mine, and they always worked the night shift. So I would just sit outside on, on the mountain and I would just draw the sky. I, if, if you'd be interested, there, the, the moon is named after a goddess. I could teach you I some. I love that. I, 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 I love the night sky. It's. It's incredible what's out there. Do you want to see something cool? Absolutely. Karina. And she is going to find her little journal that she's always had of her constellations. She's gonna go, okay, so when I showed up here, all of these, these are not correct. They're, they're not right. They, they're the ones here. And I don't know why, because I made all the ones of my home. Um, but these are mine. <laughs> and she's going to show the drawing of her sky. That's a star chart. Constellations, and you do not recognize any of it. That's incredible. The, this I... one, uh, that's the one that was overhead when I was born, and it said I was going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think I was born <laughs> under that same star, but from much farther away. <laughs> Is this, V around for this conversation? Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you absolutely. were all with them, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, so V goes, I thought we were all born under all the stars because they're all up in the sky, and then we're here, and it's above us. <laughs> well, the sky can move, and so, you I know, thought, it's whatever is overhead. I thought it was Toral that moves. That's probably here. But this, but it doesn't move, but it stays this So your sky. I don't sky know about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the different seasons, we had different stars. So if you, if you flip to the third page, that's the spring sky. Stars move. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think she's trying her best to remember these stars. Just in case. He just sees a bunch of stars, dots. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dots and lines. <laughs> this is incredible, Karina. 
Thank you. I've been doing that all my life. You do recognize the constellations on her arms, though. Not like, you know. Yeah, these are. You yeah. recognize, like, oh, I've seen that one in the sky before. Yeah. yeah. And those works of art, um, were they your constellations before? Yes. I, whenever I would learn a new one, I, I had my uh, brother's needles and inks, and I would just draw what I learned. And as she's holding her hands up like that, something catches you, Finley. As the palms of her hands, there are stars on the four of the five, or like on each hand, four of the five fingers on, on each hand. And there is a familiarity of it. And there is what appear to be at the palm an eye on each hand as she holds them out. And the thumbs, there are wavy lines that come down. Go ahead and give me a religion check. Yeah. That sounds so familiar. Uh, 24, I rolled another 19. Hey. Yeah. Die hard yes. guys, thank you, know you for the fact <laughs> that on the palms of the hands is a combination of both Salune and Mistra's holy symbols. How did you come here again? Um, you said your friend brought you here and then your tattoos changed? No. Um, my my world uh, went poof and I, I got knocked out and when I woke up I was here and everything was different. I, um... Is something wrong? No. No, Karina, I think, I think the night sky genuinely loves you as much as you love it. Oh. And uh, hold your hand out. And then I point out the exact details and I tell You her. see the, the small constellations that make up the two eyes, mm-hmm. that is Salune, and then the, uh, the thumbs together that create that wavy pattern like that and then all of the stars uh, the wavy pattern in the stars is uh, Mistra but the stars in the eyes are Salune and I'll pull out my holy symbol for uh, Mistra and then just grab Harold by the shoulder and turn him around because I figure he's walking by sure (laughs) I I was like I, you see me with a big stack of them, <laughs> trying to figure out where they go back. Yeah, yeah like, uh, <laughs> as you t- turn me around. Yeah, could you uh, show Karina the Salune holy symbol? Uh, I yeah, hold on. And I set I, I go to set them on the floor so they just hover. Yep, mm-hmm. like that's so cool. I would play shuffleboard if I didn't respect this place so much. <laughs> and then I minor illusion, uh, the the symbol. And oh. who? Hmm? You're not gonna. Oh, yeah, no, I'll get to there. Okay, cool. That's coming cool. next. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering right. if you forgot. Right here. Take a look. Oh. Oh, I sorry. actually briefly <laughs> followed 
Very briefly. Very, very briefly. For the tiniest amount of time. And, oh, and the other one. And I pull out the other symbol, and you see oh. he has, like, probably, like, 50-plus necklaces that, as he goes to tug it out, you see, like, all these holy symbols that he kind of shoves back down. It's like, see? Yeah, totally. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I fall a little bit of everything at some point because it's handy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Could I just real quick roll an insight check on Karina? Sure. Just and she's like thinking about the symbols too. She's having to go like this. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> it wasn't in the box, even though it was real good. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, Eleven. Is she lying about anything about how she came here or her tattoos specifically? Nope. Uh, surface level doesn't seem like it, but it. Reading deeply into her words, you can't tell, but everything surface level just seems... Yeah, there is, and it's weird because the reason you can't quite tell is there's just, like, something about her that's just different. Like, the way (laughs) she carries herself, the way her inflections, you know for a fact that she is not from Toro. It was like when we first started talking to Akira. Yes, exactly. Just something seemed slightly off in Mm -hmm. mannerisms. Yep. Okay. I I think Karina um I think you've you're a blessing to to have met us or we're blessed to have met you. I follow Mishra and That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Wow. Well don't <laughs> worry, there's a lot more nice things. You can hang out with us as long as you want. We'd be thrilled to have you hang out. Uh, I should take you to the tavern for dinner. They they make an Excellent, excellent steak. And Seisha, it's about this time that you can, you have a a list of things to look at Mm -hmm. later when you have more time. You come over to show people, I think I got, and you can see them all talking amongst themselves. Seisha, I don't know where to put these back. I grabbed a whole lot of them because I was excited, and then I like went to different places in the, um, and you look back and they're gone. The table over there, Uh, Harold. uh, And you actually see them floating back to where they go. (laughs) Never mind, Uh, I figured it out. Got it all taken care of, and I'm gonna give a thumbs up to the wall. Seisha, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say just to go on note, uh, the biggest thing that you find here when you look into religion mm-hmm. is the city itself is built around the pentad. Okay. And the pentad is five gods: Karel and Larathian, Sahani Moonbow, Dumathoyan, Mistra, and Agma. Got it. They had a very strong hand in its creation. Got it, okay. Um, she kind of pauses and just sort of stares at the name Agma for a while. Um, you you would have found a name that rings familiar, and that's Sandrew the Wise. Okay. He was the head of the Font of Knowledge before the Savant Got took it. over. Okay. He's the former so, Savant. The, the right. former Savant. Okay. Your current one, so yeah, you like that. You recognize that name, right? Okay. He was present when the city was built, or oh, was constructed. Okay. He okay. was a part of the ritual. Got it. Uh, she will uh, let the uh, pain go back to its location and just kind of go back over where everybody is and stand there. So, I know it'd probably be in really poor taste to like tie two of those to my shoes and then glide around here like an angel, but 
I cannot stop thinking about it. So we got to figure out how they do that so we can take it back home and I can glide around like an angel everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as there's railing, I can get somewhere. Can you, yeah, can you guys learn how to, I want to do that too. Yeah, we got to. I think we'll, you'd we'll have to make sure they came from the same spot or you'd. Yeah, oh. Well, you got to Wow, like... you just saved me a lot of pain and trouble and I appreciate that. Seisha, there's another name you recognize as well. Mm-hmm. And Vinley, if you spotted it, you also recognize it. And that's Rhaegar uh, Stoneblade. Okay. Um, was a a rogue that worked for the Font of Knowledge. He became famous because his sole purpose was to find the knowledge and reveal the secrets of the Black Staff to the world. So that way the secrets of that would were not would not come or would not be kept hidden. You recognize it because Rhaegar Stoneblade was the husband of the second Black Staff to Sara Chadron. So I'm sorry, he sought to uncover to basically reveal this the the hidden knowledge of wizardry. Got it. Yeah, stole secrets, made them knowledgeable. Yep. And I will also tell everybody what I learned about the city, so anything you heard from my description, you guys now know. Yeah, so you all know about the Sharn, you all know about uh, how the city works, its layout, its size. And uh, yeah, I, I went ahead and apologized to the, the, oh, the Sharn. Good, yeah, good, so we, we're all cool. You see a hand come out? <laughs> see, uh, uh, you also know um, that you can pick up that all emotion here is is fine, except for malice. So cool. Um, and Karina's just going to kind of lean towards the wall and go, you know, I think you need an orientation program for visitors. Could could really smooth things over. Just an idea. <laughs> <laughs> From your time here, although viable, you kind of get the sense that the city doesn't want to become a very popular yeah, It's not like oh, yeah. a tourist trap. <laughs> oh yeah, she's just like, maybe. Um, you know? I'll even say that, Harold, in your idea. research of the city <laughs> itself, um, it was remade in 1374. Okay. The year of the lightning storms. What year is it currently? 1492. Okay. And in that time, only about maybe 300 new people have come to the city. Oh, snap. Yeah. So this is all of us arriving at once. It's kind of a big deal. Yes. Okay. Yes. And if you have any malice in your heart, you shouldn't be able, you should not have been able to enter the city. Got the it. city itself would have should have repelled you. Yeah, the one of the wards besides being invisible is that those with malice cannot step foot. Yeah, in. so it's like you come in to start shit and it's like it's over before it starts because yeah. the city itself just takes you down. Well, you can't like you can't even you can't physically get in. in. Yeah, okay, get in. you cannot yeah. even walk in the door. But Got if it. you do find yourself in, that's when shit gets real. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yep. Interesting. So, could Harold assume? Well, I guess Harold never found out that we had the weird misty. Well, no, I saw it absorbing. Saw it absorbing. So, I could assume that probably had something to do with why they didn't just rip me to shreds. You want to make an arcana check? Yeah, I'd love to make an arcana check. You know what? Yes. Six. Yeah. You can assume whatever you want. All right. That's That's probably what it is. That is a very good assumption. Yeah, that's that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You're not uh, sure exactly. What that detail entails, but yeah, it's, it's a very either the good fact assumption. that I'm extraordinarily handsome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Or the mistress, or, or the mists that were. You know like, what? They were just like the elven side of you is so beautiful. We can't destroy such work of art. Look at this. 
I've got all the subtle features of the elves with the nice square jaw of the humans. It's, I got it. I got it all. And that's the one that hated that square jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't stand the jaw. So moving from the library. Yes. You you have a name mm-hmm. of some some uh, you know a location where Where's there it? is magic mm-hmm. info. The tavern. Is there anywhere else? Uh, Karina's home with. Lucari's. Lucari's. Or Lucari's home that Karina is staying in, who happily invited you all to stay with him. Uh, Is there any. Where are you guys headed next? I think Karina was going to take us to dinner. Okay. Okay, I do feel the need to explain my outfit because I made such lengths to have this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I had it already. Of course. How does does V look? So I'm. uh, Based off your original description, I'm envisioning everyone around us has like futuristic kind of clothing. So. Like, not, but like still fantasy. So so far in the past, it's futuristic. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There <laughs> I, was about, I was I was about to. Be, you're not. Old. I was about to say spelljammer okay. chic. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So confirmed. like so. It is really. So I'm assuming this is the look. No. But based on this description, okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, imagine like. You know that like '80s barbarian look where it's like a full body suit. Okay. But it had yeah. like bright colors. Yeah, yeah. Yes. sure, love and, it. And like a collar. Absolutely. <laughs> and like a jewel. Yeah. Right here oh in the God. middle, yeah. on like the 100%. breast, and then it has like those like cap sleeves. Oh, for sure. Oh, God, and I'm so the love. top is like it's like imagine leotard. It's like a, like a pinkish red, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then with like a pale like pastel like tights, but with like those pointed like knee boots. Yes, hundred percent. Yep. Okay. All right. And and it has like like a pointed around the waist, like kind of down like that, with a little sheer skirt. Hundred percent. Oh, that's so good. So good. Definitely. Yeah. And then. Oh my God! Yes. And then her hair is like a big, like teased out like ponytail. Uh, so you went you went back from the uh, the the wild hair with the 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 underbraid to back into like just wild teased. Sort of, but it's a little more like uh, styled okay. and like bump it. Okay, got it. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, yeah. yes. it's like very eighty. Yeah, I can see you plain as day. I yep. love this. Yep. So much. Harold turns like, wow, oh, look at shark. And like the little gauntlet things that oh, are just yeah. fabric. It's not even really. It's you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They're also a pinkish, yeah. like reddish color. I love it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Amazing. You fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you still get weird looks because you're carrying a bunch tall. of weapons. Oh, that no. too, that too. You, yeah, the fact that you're so weapons. tall is not it at all. Okay. They're a minotaur just as tall as you. Do you see... Uh, that's probably the tallest. Probably the tallest, so we're going to get to eight feet, so... Yeah, there, there's a couple tieflings that you pass that are close, you're but... Cl- probably closer to seven foot, but not, yeah, def- not, not eight, eight Yeah, but definitely Ooh. minotaur. Okay, also uh, earrings. Um, They're like those circular... Yes. Yeah. Like the giant circular yeah. pearl like kind of yeah. earrings. Love so it. good. I love it so yep. much. Yep. Uh yeah, uh all of you like and they they're not looking at you uh obviously maliciously or anything like that. Um I please upload that to the Discord uh after this session. <laughs> I got yep. show you my inspo. Um so uh but they, they do look at you with just curiosity. A little bit some are standoffish but uh, just 
confused by your presence and confused yeah, by but, uh, not even it's more curious yeah that's like what the what yeah what 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 could be going on like what brain like like something they never see yeah that's fair um, have I seen a single undead uh yes yeah. you have actually they're just walking around. yeah in fact you see someone who appears to be like missing the lower section of their their mouth and they're having a conversation with a dwarf just chatting well this place is neat oh i'm gonna ask about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh no not directly to them i'm gonna <laughs> ask the magic me, people later <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah i guess we'll head to the tavern then okay uh on the way to the tavern, I'm actually going to stop off at the jewelry shop. Okay. Okay. Um, knowing how trade works here, uh, I'm going to go to the jeweler and I'm going to fish out. She's going to go. And I'm going to take five tiny emerald chips and I'm going to hand it to them and say, I would like um, a necklace. Uh, just. Something, something like you, you, like you think a man would give his wife for an anniversary? Just something, something like that? And you see uh, a dwarf, uh, very knowledgeable about gemstones and jewels and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, there puts up, like, looks like a monocle, but then it just arcanely just, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's like sigil glass, like, Kind of like how the uh, sections of your accordion work, as that's what you see. Uh, kind of just floating discs. Uh, looks over the gemstones and... Oh, yeah, I think I can do... Uh, uh, when do you need it by? Um, do you want something I'm, You want something custom-made, or do you want something amongst the... Uh, uh, just just something amongst your, your current wares that you think would be nice. Okay. And, Thank you. Uh, he'll go and just very joyfully pick out a, a selection of five and lets you choose uh, one that you would like. Uh, I'll go with this one. This one looks nice. That yeah. is a very lovely choice. I think it's going to suit you or whoever you give it to oh. perfectly. I have you, hope you have a wonderful day. Thank and you. And if you need anything else, you know where to find me. Wonderful. And he'll go and take and put those necklaces back. And, and she's just going to keep I'm holding it awkwardly, and go out and go, dinner, let's go. Oh, okay, cool. There's no money here. I have to think about five steps back before I do anything. Well, hopefully, uh... Also, they're absolute suckers. Those emeralds are pennies where I'm from. Ah, Harold and <laughs> Carol's respect for you grows even wider. <laughs> Use a coin? No, they know here. Oh, they don't like coins. They know oh. it. They know that's money, and they get offended by it. Oh, okay. Melt it down into like a ball. <laughs> that might work. If you're just like, I just got this ball of silver. They'd love that. I too would. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like I kind of want a ball of silver. <laughs> and and I'm going maybe to other jewels to too. I don't know. <laughs> they just look nice. No big deal. <laughs> Um, and as you make your way into this tavern, how are you feeling? What are you thinking about? 
Sasha is replaying the uh, moment that uh, George Forsworn stabbed into the mist and uh, Lara formed. And she's just playing that over and over in her mind and thinking about how they forced her to be the one that allowed all of that to happen. And you all start to see the sidewalk and the walls become very interested in Seisha again. She just seems walking, lost in her thoughts, typically. You know, Seisha's done multiple times before, but the Sharn are very interested in her again. As long as they're not, like, pushing through, Harold's gonna just let it go because, I mean, it's understandable that she's upset and, and wants revenge. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, it is not built to a point or there might be something protecting her. Um, but you definitely notice that the city is watching her currently. Okay. Um, you make your way towards a restaurant. Um, there is, uh, you, you pass by a couple on the way, there's one that, that you see uh, that the name kind of catches you, it's Acropolis, but C-R-O-P is all capital, and it's an all-vegetable organic restaurant. <laughs> That's so dope. <laughs> um, I like that one. <laughs> but you come to this restaurant, and you, fairly nice, you see there's a little pseudo-dragon uh, on the server stand, and you see a server will bring up a cup, and it'll. Uh, and it's this. There's inside seating and outside sitting seating, and where you see the pseudo dragon kind of doing a flame is uh, caramelizing the sugar of a creme brulee that is being freshly put upon a table as a dessert for someone. Um, as they and you can see uh, there's an like a a moving neon uh, minor illusion sign that kind of is uh, very whimsical and just like inviting Uh, and you can see there's a lot of that kind of lighting in this area but it feels like very almost like French cafe mixed with neon punk (laughs) so my favorite aesthetic (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, I guess we'll take a table. And... Just sit down. Yes. Yeah, and okay. Karina's very much like having her like Norm from Cheers moment, just like hey. hey! <laughs> 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 a couple of people wave back, yeah. and you recognize, and uh, you're given a um, ask if you want just seating or if you would like a room, more like a private party section, since there's a large number of you. We could do like a private room. Yeah, a private room sounds great. Hmm? Like a private room's a good idea. Okay. Uh, you are escorted to a private room, and uh, you are greeted by a little gnome woman. Okay. Oh, Karina, dear. Hi. Oh, I see you have some friends. Oh. I um, brought some friends. By the way, how is that rose and wildflower sugar working for you? Oh, uh, excellent suggestion. I actually ran it up the line. It's kind of on the menu tonight, so... Um, did you did you do the ham glaze like I told you? I did everything. Oh, so, uh, fantastic. And I tried it at home. My family fucking loves it. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love it so much. And, I'm and, so glad. And so I ran it up and we're... I'll try down some recipes for you. 
Okay, okay. Well, if you start working at, you know, giving us, I mean, we might have to start working at a deal where we, you eat here free. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know if you could afford that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my business. <laughs> but your friends, um... Hi. Hi. Hey. Hello, good to meet you. These are my friends. Why don't we let them try the ham? Uh, yeah, anything uh, that you, uh, yeah, well, that you've suggested on the house, anything extra, then we can be... We'll do the ham and just whatever, whatever you think pairs well with it, for your style. I got you. Thank you. Uh, and it doesn't say anything, but just kind of like looks at all of the, the weaponry and the armor. And... They're from out of town. <laughs> well, welcome to Rymanthian. Yeah, we're happy to be here. Mm-hmm. We... We're getting used to everything as quickly as we can. If you just click the center of the table, you can see the table is glass. Uh, the full menu is going to pop up. and uh... The ham sounds great. Uh... <laughs> 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 and it's, it's a menu, yeah. but hologram. Ah. Or, 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 uh, you know. I like put my hand through it. Yeah. You said she was gnomish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get to use it much, so I'm going to order... Uh, I, I'll I'll take the ham as well, and it's lovely to meet you. And she says that in Nomish. And uh, well, <laughs> how about that? I mean, you know, uh, and says uh, a response in Elvish, and just goes, "Oh my God, this place!" <laughs> uh, I'm just offering you the kindness, and of course, the ham. <coughs> I'm telling you, it is so good. So good. Uh, my little rapscallions. Uh, they keep bothering me to make it every night. <laughs> but, I can't wait to try it. And uh, is that going to be the same for everybody? Goes back to common. Yeah, is that going to be the same for everyone? I like ham. Do you want to do the ham? Ham sounds great. Ham sounds great. Thank you so much. And you, miss? I'm not hungry. Thank you. Another ham. And, uh, Another <laughs> ham. And leaves? And the doors close, and as you all sit amongst yourselves in this black-walled private room in a very nice table that seems there, and there's a soft, like, blue that fades to also pink kind of glow around, uh, you can hear the soft chiming of music from the main uh, room area as you hang out with your new friend, Karina. That's where we're going to take a break. Oh, oh, man. Can you make a Karina? Karina's the best. Oh, I love her so <laughs> She's much. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's oh, so God. sweet. Thank it's you all so much uh, for joining us for the first half. We'll be back in about 15 to 20 minutes. If you have not done so already, please enter hashtag beyond, hashtag Eldritch into the chat for your chance to win one of our giveaways. Okay, we'll see you in a couple minutes. I love you. And that's not even the half of it. We're actually building up to the best part. Just here, I'll get you another drink. And we're back. <laughs> 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 That's a funny, funny, funny joke for anyone that works uh, in television. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the BFGs were portaled in from uh, the death of Lara and found themselves in a very strange, arcane punk, uh, neon-filled, uh, illusion magic city that feels very sci-fi but is powered by magic. Yep. I wonder if uh, my arcane romance plays here. Oh man, this might be where they're from. Um, and uh, but upon entering, uh, through anger and malice in his heart, Harold was confronted by what he learned to be Sharn, 
um, where the city is actually made from. Uh, these creatures that make up all of this uh, polished uh, obsidian stone-like material. And uh, ran into a new friend, <laughs> Karina, who seems to be a dwarf from beyond the stars in more than one way as her world was seemingly destroyed or devoured by some great entity before she found herself here. Yeah. And now finds herself amongst others that might be facing a similar fate in the future as they rush to the Codex uh, Athenium, a library amongst this uh, futuristic, very calm and serene utopia and find out a bunch of information about the city. Uh, Seisha gathers a list of things to research later uh, and uh, Vinley finds out a location known as uh, the yeah, yeah. close my, my notes here. Just uh... Never do that. Especially with Elven names. I know. Uh, Sounds about right. It's wrong. No, Neveramanth. That's what I said. Neveramanth. That's what I said. A section of the city uh, that is cut into nine sections. Kind of like a mix between Asgard or uh, Wakanda and Midgar. And um, But now, they're having some food therapy. A lovely little uh, tavern. <laughs> uh, as uh, Karina has brought her, them all to her favorite place. And you all have a wonderful dinner. And it's not a slab of ham. It's like a small little hawk of ham. And she full on took you to honey baked ham. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 100%. I'm here for it. Right. <laughs> Slap that ham right down in front of me. Let's go. Uh, but what's strange is there's like all these myriads of like small little ramekins with different like the the ham itself isn't like fully glazed. It has all of these things where you could glaze it yourself and make the flavors that you want personalized to your ham. It has all these sides, almost kind of like a, a Korean barbecue type place where you oh, customize man. it yourself. Yep. Ugh. Um, and you have a myriad of foods, and although you got a necklace for trade because we have established that you have created these recipes for this restaurant, you eat for free tonight. Yep. Um, Does that mean everyone or just Karina? Everybody. Okay. Oh, wow. Heck yeah, let's go. I don't got money. <laughs> I got <laughs> socks. Do you take socks? <laughs> How nice are those socks? <laughs> <laughs> They've been through a lot. <laughs> They've got some odor. Mm. Uh, Seisha doesn't eat. Okay, if food is brought for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but. she doesn't eat it. Karina is like pushing her plate a little bit towards her. You'll feel better. I promise. I'm not hungry. I know you're not hungry, but. Body still needs food. I'm fine. You're not fine. No, I'm good. Mm. Harold notices that immediately and is like, huh? just kind of lets that one go. Like, oh, that's new. <laughs> Never seen her lie directly before. I've got three sisters. I know when stuff's wrong. It's bad, but it's gonna be okay. It'll be okay if you eat. 
Honestly, my stomach is so torn up right now, I just get sick. You know what settles your stomach? I appreciate it, but I'm not going to eat. Maybe drink some water. He tries to be subtle and was not subtle. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you have a wonderful dinner. Mm Uh, and um, you all can have one of those fancy cream brulees if you so wish. Oh, absolutely. Frackin' Lily. And, and a little pseudo dragon torches it for each one of you one at a time. Um, and But as it wraps up, uh, the gnomish woman sees that you have not eaten your dinner and brings a little arcane to go box. Amazing. <laughs> yep. Keeps it's an it arcane warm. doggy bag. Yeah. It is, it is, it's a miniature portable hole that only stays long enough for the food to be fresh. As soon as the food spoils, it disappears. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Oh, you don't have to worry about throwing it away. No. Nope. You know, I'm in love with this world and I'm You just open your fridge one day, it's empty. You're yep. like, well. Shouldn't have gone on vacation. (laughs) Thanks, sir. And hopes you all have a wonderful uh, day. And you can see that it's about dusk right now. Um, There's still the tower that you. Neveramanth. 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 In apostrophe V A E R Y M A N T H. Nope. Yeah, I'll get that spelling from you later. Elvish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can Elvish, see it. we have Ooh. erroneous apostrophe. Yeah. <laughs> Neveramanth. I can, if I can see it, I'm good. Uh, but there's Neveramanth, mm-hmm. and then uh, later, you know, if you also wish, you could stay within a Lucari's place, uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I guess we should. I, uh, Hidden city of hopefully. <laughs> I, uh learned about a, a place of magic that I wanted to check out. You don't have to come with me. I think I'm pretty s- safe here. That That's fair. fair. If you don't want to come, it's probably going to be boring, or if you mm-hmm. want to just rest and take some time. Okay. If you're tired, I can take everyone back to Lacaris's place and Maybe come with us and then leave from there so you know. That's perfect. Go. I would love to meet Lacaris. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, <clears throat> you you are separating? Uh, no, no, we're all going together first. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. To Lacarius's. I'm going to meet Lacarius, and then I'm just going to go to the tower. Lacarius. Lacarius. Yes. Yep. Uh, all right. You get into one of those orbs again, and uh, you float around and as you come up one of the, you know, around one of the circumference roads, there's a ramp that goes up and you start going up into the higher parts of the city and you actually float uh, and you can see below you in this orb as you're floating a hundred, two hundred feet up and between buildings uh, hovering around. At this level, there's no one on Tensor's Discs. Because um, okay. although this is a safe city between people, <laughs> yeah, there's still the environment, and falling is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you see one teenager just jumping over the roofs <laughs> with a tensor? Uh, I, I would say you probably see maybe a rowdy teenager that does have a tensor's disc and uh, doing some things, and but as they go to fall, feather fall. Ah, uh, I like it. Oh, but yeah. it is not a commonplace thing. Um, yeah. And uh, you all come to... <laughs> okay. 
and oh, yeah, uh, you come to basically a, 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 a condo apartment complex. It's uh, very, very nice looking. It doesn't look like it's all compacted. It looks like people here have room. Actually, no, everything does look very compacted. That's right. Yeah, everything does look very compacted. Almost mm -hmm. uh, a prison cell like when you're walking down these hallways. Gotcha. Just try to fit as much pe many people as they could. Yes. Yep. But you go to the door, you mm -hmm. open it up, and you see that it opens up into a grand condo. A space should not fit in yep. the amount of area that is given. Yep. Yeah, uh, and there is, like, as, as it opens up, it is, there is a foyer, but it's a lot of, like, almost wilderness. Like, there is grass and trees and should not exist on the 77th floor of a <laughs> high rise um, and you're immediately hit with the smell of coffee should we wait and uh, and as 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 hey, the guys. door oh uh, hey Karina uh, yeah come in I'm just uh, finishing up um, yeah yeah um, I made some friends. They're they're kind of they're kind of like me, not not dwarfs. Um, they're they're and travelers like me. Like kind of I... poking, like you see, like poking just around a corner, you see a man, a human with slightly longer hair, kind of scruff, but not like long, long, but slightly scruffy, and he has scruffy beard, yeah. not full grown, uh, has a cap, uh, but like backwards on his his head as he just kind of leans over, tall. Like almost as tall as oh. he, as you're looking up, uh, and he's, he's human? And he looks looks human, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably closer again to like the seven foot versus eight right. foot, yeah. but still, uh, yeah, real tall from from where he po pokes out, and then kind of waves to you, uh, and but then like stops, saw dude, looks, and then comes fully out, and you can see that the lower half is a horse. Oh, hey man, as a centaur. I I hey. met I met them. They were having a difficult time in the city, you know, newcomer, shit. Um, like, like collect they, them all or something. I mean, like mm -hmm. find you and then yeah, we're a then... group, we're a package deal. They yeah, I, they they were all traveling together and they were having kind of a hard time. And you gotta get lost in the more as well, because you know, I mean. Uh well, when I met them, uh the city was about to eat this one. Yeah, I, I didn't understand how things work, but I, I've got it all under yeah. control now. Things are cool. Um, How'd you get in? Well, that's a great question. Well, we've kind of we fell out of a... We got lost in some mists. And, a and found ourselves here. Took us here, I think. Kind of like what happened to me. And with their answer, he looks completely confused because that shit don't happen. Right. Uh, and looks to you and goes... Uh, but you were in the moor? Not, no. Really? I don't know where we were. It was misty. But that was more towards Karina, because yeah. that's where you found yeah. the carries. You didn't yeah. go to the city. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I just got a fresh pot on. You guys thirsty? Um, that would be great if you if it's not too this much. coffee is wonderful. I would love to try some. <laughs> Oh um, uh, yeah, I, sure. I was thinking, and she's gonna like creep closer and get on her tiptoes to try and whisper to him. She'll be like, 
I was thinking maybe we could give them a place to stay tonight so that they could get their bearings. I, I, I mean, kind of looks around. It's gonna be tight. Yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, who are you? Uh, I'm Harold Hobbleton. I am a, uh, a musician, and, uh... Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, do y'all want to hear a quick little tune? Are you, you um, in the mood? After I hear everyone else's names? Yes. Fair. That's a good point. I think so. Um, um, my name is Vinley Gallinota. I am V. Vederach. You sure? Yes. Okay, so you just some hesitation there. Well, so. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to give my full title or not, so I decided to go with my shorter title, because I figured the more words I add, the more confusing it gets for people. And now I'll confuse you in the sense that you think that I'm confused. Um, but know okay. this, I am a great noble leader. That's actually true. It's true. I might, yeah, so just facts about me I'm getting used to. Oh, that's right. Cool. I, yeah, that <laughs> sounds great. Um, Lore Seeker Seisha Valisbar. Oh, Lore Seeker. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's nice. That I'm familiar with. Well, I mean, I elves and whatnot, but yeah, but I like you. Kind of just points to UV. And Not Karina Yes, you are. Um, anyways, uh, I'm Luke Harry's. Um, this is my home. Um, it's really nice. I run a diner a couple blocks away. Oh, awesome. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, that's, um, but, yeah, uh, Karina here saved, uh, <laughs> saved my ass from, uh, <laughs> when I was wandering out into the moor and, uh, you know, got myself taken by some red-skinned monsters. Oh. But Karina here saved me and uh, seemed a little lost. And well, this is the city of hope for a reason. Hey. So, I guess if you're here, you're here for a reason. Well, I guess so. I, yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, may we come in? Uh, you're already in, but yeah, <laughs> you can, can come further in, of course. Absolutely. And, and this area just looks like a, a beautiful meadow and grove that kind of grows out into a forest. And would you like some bedding? Oh, I honestly can sleep on anything because I'm exhausted. It's soft as a lamb. Oh, and you've oh, touched <laughs> touched the ground, and it feels like the softest bed. You know, I. How about some music? Anyone want music? How about sure. Music? And so Harold's gonna. Uh, pour... Yeah, sure. Uh, I got some. I uh, get some coffee. Harold pulls out what looks like two ends of an accordion with nothing in between them. It's just two ends. And then he pushes them together. When he pulls them apart, you see what looks like giant, like, floating playing cards where the bellows would be. And he will go ahead and... Not the best, but, I, I mean, it's me, so 17. Okay. I'm, yeah. st I'm just exhausted. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's just very good instead of amazing. And I will play a... Um, You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will play just a soft little, like, some, no, nothing like high energy or anything, mm -hmm. just like we're all hanging out sort of thing. Cool. Um, uh, but. Help me remember, what is the ceiling like? 
in this house? Uh, it kind of like disappears into the forest. Okay. Kind of ambiguous. Yep. While he's playing, I'm gonna uh, drag craft just a little star show above him. Oh! Harold has largely the same reaction Ethan just did. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so cool. Oh, man. Wow, we're making a great team right now. We should start a band. Honestly, I can oh, see no, the thank show. you. Oh, okay, well, hey. Never Offer's mind. always open. Okay. I'm going to see the light show. Yeah, I can do that. You never, you never played anything? Never sang? No, no, no. No, why not? Because I can't. You could, though. See, that's the beautiful thing. Never too late to start. No, I, I think it is. Okay. No worries there. No worries at all. Do you like dancing? Oh, I love dancing. I do too. I can't sing or play any instruments, but I can I can dance. Decently. I also got the moves. It's a curse, really, having the moves. I've tried everything I could to get rid of the moves, but no matter how hard I tried, the moves return to me. The lunar walk. Honestly, it's a miracle that it's not my only moves, my, my only means of transportation. I would do it everywhere if I could. V, v looks at uh, Karina and just goes like. Oh, it's it's, it's incredible. Like, but she's like he's clearly not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, she's like standing behind. She's doing it to her Harold can't see, and he's just like. It's amazing, and, and honestly, everybody asks me to do it. I, they laugh because they've never seen anybody do something so amazing. Uh-huh. Can I uh, get you That's anything? That's why we laugh. Um, actually, is there, um, uh, is there some place I could... Room on the right. Thank you. And she's going to head down and go to the room on the right. Uh-huh. You walk through a forest, mm-hmm. and there's kind of, like, an archway that feels like a door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this feels right. Big okay. door-like. <laughs> Um, she goes in and uh, just kind of looks around to make sure she's alone. Mm-hmm. Completely. And she casts Sending. Okay, okay. Oh, wow. And she sends it to Voss. I met my mother and then watched her die. I gave Agnes the knowledge she demanded. Pixel safe from the hag. And I'm uncorrupted. I miss you. You do not get a response. Oh, yes. Oh, you okay. get a response. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big information that Boss Whoa, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, response. Holy cow. Who was your mother and what knowledge did Agnes demand? She cast it again. Agnes wanted to know where she was when I found out. It stays between us. It was Lara. Lara's my mother. Love 
miss you, Patrick Logan. <laughs> you get a response? You and I will speak when you get back to the city. Don't make me cry. And she kind of collects herself. And comes back out. That was the third place that kicked me out because of the pants. It's a whole oh, big thing, right. I'm telling you. Uh, I think I'm, I'm gonna go sure. ahead and head out. I'll be back in a little bit. Okay. I'd say be safe, but I don't think there's really much of an option here. You pretty much have to be. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so you walk out, and um, in the high-rises, there's uh, areas like kind of like smaller carports, but you can see just divots of uh, sections for um, you know, people have uh, where the public transportation is and then eventually one comes up and somebody leaves and it's open for you to take and as you get inside <laughs> hello where would you like to go I'm sorry could you be more clear Neveramanth. Oh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That second time I did it, didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) Just mumbling it out, then you take off. You're like, well, that was it. (laughs) And you take off. And you you start going through the city. And as you're floating across the city, you can see this huge metropolis. And from your vantage point, it's it's strange to find something that is a city so beautiful. And but it's not like not when it looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it, it's not like elvishly beautiful in what you're traditionally thinking, but you start to notice that the buildings themselves that are made from the old elves aren't just these blocky high-rises of, you know, cyberpunk or modern day. They do have elvish structure to them. But they're all of that polished black obsidian stone. And in the center is this giant pyre where this silver and green, green. like flame just kind of like beacons up and you can see it kind of dissipate into what could possibly be the ward but that Mm -hmm. ward is invisible and you can see out into the world and everything that surrounds the city is this barren moor that's basically grassland slightly marshy hilly just but there's not a whole lot of life there and you can see this lake that's on one far end towards the east um, and you can see all those towers, and they too also have that little bit of uh, green and silver that connects. Um, and you're just taken back by all of this as you start seeing these, like, ha- like the elvish structure grows up, and then there's like a, a beam, like a flying buttress that comes up, but instead of coming down like it would on a cathedral, it goes up into another tower that seems to almost be floating itself. Uh, there's all of this just like as it becomes later in the day this 
almost neon but blue and teal energy that just kind of radiates from the ground around you and you come down and you start to feel a very familiar feeling before i feel that feeling i want to describe i'm going to harken back to uh episode one Um, the way that Seisha looked at Waterdeep is the way that Binley is currently looking at this city. Just in complete awe and amusement. Yeah. And it's, it's serene. Like this moment that you have privately, quietly, just looking out, it just, you feel calm, you feel peace, you feel serenity before you start feeling that familiar feeling. And you get that familiar feeling as soon as you exit the orb. As you're passing by a bunch of other drow and dwarves and gnomes and a few centaur and a couple of the one or two three hundred people. Like, one or two of the three hundred that have, mm-hmm. have made their way here. You amongst them. Again, you get... Actually, you don't because you don't brandish weapons. You just walk calmly amongst them. Um... And everyone is polite, smiles, doesn't stop you or anything. I am in armor, though. That's Big, a, chunky black armor. Yeah, that's a little different. Than, okay. uh, they'll they'll look at it, but it's kind of like, well, it's a fashion choice, I guess. Um, and as you're walking down the street, you feel this not oppressive feeling, but a feeling of being watched. And you first think, oh, it's the shard. It's what Harold told you about the city itself is alive. But you didn't feel that before. As you continue forward. And you wouldn't have noticed it because it doesn't stand out like anywhere else. Like it does in Waterdeep. Because it's a black building. And there's this wall that's created from the Sharn that looks like staves and wands. That looks to be a gate. And beyond that gate is a perfect mimicry of Blackstaff Tower. I love this city. What the fuck is going on in this place? (laughs) (laughs) Cut back to Katie doing audio test early and goes, I don't make these noises. I think for a second she stands there and, like, disbelief, but also, like, yeah. <laughs> disbelief, but also I expected. I expected nothing less, but I did not expect that. <laughs> uh, the thing that's different mm-hmm. is um, the the gate that's there, uh, that's around is kind of more, there isn't, like, a, a closing doorway gate, right? There's just that... It's almost like a house with a, a pretty picket fence or something. It's kind of almost decorational to show what yeah. this is. There's no guards. This is, She thinks to herself how this would be an amazing place to live, but this would take a lot of getting used to. And she walks through the gates. Okay. Directly towards the tower. And you... Once again, you find a blocky, like, plinth almost with flat um, that has no windows, no doors, just a solid 
black obsidian stone. Touch my hand to it, mm-hmm. and I cast a spell into it. Okay. And that symbol in your hand shines again on the door. What is going on? Appears. I don't know. I'm not going to question it, though. Yeah, yeah get in there. <laughs> she opens it. And instead of walking into something where you're typically greeted with distrust. I was about to say, she's probably in the back of her head expecting the, I don't remember his name right now off the top of my head, but the man with the chain wand and the other wand, she half expects him to be sitting behind a desk waiting for her. And you step through. You should make a dexterity save. As they cast fireball on your ass the first two seconds you're in there. (laughs) 19. Okay. You feel the ground underneath as you step into this mirror tower of Blackstaff Tower, and you quickly move away as the ground itself moves up to grab your ankles, and you jump back at a second, and there you see it meld back down. If I put my hand over that spot, will it come back out to try and grab me again? Um, uh, uh, as you put your hand over it to do it again, you feel something from behind you as, again, the floor comes up to grapple against you. I'm gonna let it grab me. Okay. And it moves up to you, and it's not like the hands and the face that Harold saw, or that you saw come to Harold. It is stone that hardens as it does. And... Look around. You... Make me a perception check. Twenty-five. That was smooth as hell. I love the way you do math. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You see a green glow that splits five times. So there are six green glowing entities in front of you that slowly begin to take shape. You see as a bow is pulled back with an arrow and a spectral form of a female with wild hair pulling a bow back in the arrow arcs with arcane energy. There is what you can tell just from the image 
in front of you that even though it is all green and spectral, there is a drow. Because you can see that it is much darker, but the hair is almost glowing in a vibrant white. <laughs> Female as well. There is a man who, human. At first you recognize him. Because you're looking at Calvin Aronson, except instead of the black hair that he has and the old wizened man that you met at a beer, he has vibrant silver hair. And you can see at work what you thought was human is more akin to Harold as you see just the slightest point tip, points to the tips. You see another half-elf. No beard, but hair long, nearly to the ground. And you can see glowing in this spectral form runes and sigils covering shoulders and neck tattooed up the side. And lastly, you see a human probably his 60s. No beard, but you can see glowing three scars that run parallel on his face over his right cheekbone to his jaw. And all of them at once. Say, Who are we? I know who these people are. Why can't I remember their name? Um, they're the... It's, it's our adventuring group. Make a history check. Thank you. Oh, good. Twelve. They're not an adventuring group. say thinking back you know you haven't met them okay no because there are nine of us I'm really bad at riddles when I'm tired y'all I, I, I could yeah, are we allowed to like beat the you voices? have telepathic bond mind oh up. shit oh yeah <laughs> hey guys just real quick <laughs> <laughs> you hear like a yell in your head <laughs> hey guys um I know we're going through a lot right now, but um, here's what I'm seeing, and I describe exactly what I'm seeing. They just asked me who they were, and my brain is not working right now. Well, my brain's working like at a million miles an hour because I was just telling the third pants story, which I know is your favorite uh -huh, one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm encased in stone right oh, now. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, Seisha, yeah. this is probably you. It's, uh, what is this? History. From it's your description, history. it sounds like they're kids. Uh, 25. 25, yeah. You yep. You know exactly who they are. In fact, you you recognize them from their descriptions. Okay. The first, the archer. It's an arcane archer. In fact, she was the first to take up the mantle after him. That's Tassara Shadrin, the 
second black staff. The third one had the drow. You know, as Kiriani Agravar. The third black staff is Kelvin and Laurel's son. Yep. Who had a twin. Born with stark white hair was the fourth black staff. And that was Krellon Aronson. The next is Ashamon. The uh, the golden elf mm-hmm. with the the hair that n- nearly draped the ground. Mm-hmm. And the last is Samark. Dan's cool. The black staff who was Vajra's lover who was murdered in 1479 by the then head of the Magus and Protectors Guild when Renair teamed up with Vajra to stop him from going into Agaron's tower when she became the Black Staff when Vajra took up the staff and the mantle. I think Finley's face, well, uh, as soon as soon as Seisha starts saying the first couple words, I think it hits her like it hit me. <laughs> and her face just goes, you're the Blackstaffs. And she goes through and names each one of them. And as you name, you do. Well, she goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you pointedly look towards them. Yeah. You do notice and take note Kelvin is not here and Vajra is not here but as you say their names and you identify them as the former Blackstaffs the tower itself releases you and Samark who historically was a kind very very kind Blackstaff Welcome, Vinley Galanodel. She bows graciously. Welcome to Neverameth, the twin tower to the Blackstaff Tower in Waterdeep. I think an earlier version of Vinley, a less experienced version of Vinley, would pass out right now. <laughs> because I almost just said she passes out. <laughs> but thank thank you. Um, uh, this, this, is, this is incredible. I I I work I work for Vajra. We know. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go inside. Kiriani speaks up. We talk to her every day. I, I forget how powerful you all, you all are. We're, we're dead now. 
Damn, I like them. Sara <laughs> uh, speaks up and goes, yes, but our wisdom still speaks through the halls. And now you can see that there is a gem embedded into her forehead with tattoos that spread out. Would it be okay if I, I go ahead, go inside? I... You are the only one here, aside from us, anyway. Thank you. What brings you here? Oh, of course. Um, I was just curious about all of the magic that has been lost over time, or anything that's been developed here that I could use to help. There's histories lost beyond 10,000 years ago. Some that could rewrite the books. All who read them now. Contradicting stories, ancient spells, and things like that. But what brings you here? Oh, um. Well, I... We were helping, I was helping a friend of mine, and we went into a bunch of mist, uh, like like you all what know. What has oh, brought here. Here. you here? Why are you here? I, I, want, I want to learn and find a way to stop the Elder Eye. And I feel like this is the best place to, to find the magic that I need to help everyone and protect everyone. Walk with us. And they take you through the tower. <laughs> <laughs> um, so weird to see Finley geek out. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you go through a very empty mess hall as they kind of like manipulate it and it seems to shrink a little bit so you don't have to walk as far and continue through this tower and eventually make your way towards the spell library. Okay. Uh, she will. If. if if they don't open the door, she'll look around, and then yep. she'll reach for the door and open it. Yeah, you walk in, and just like the other one, there's just rows and rows of, I extend up into where you should not be, you know, lesser <laughs> arcane, arcan arcanists can reach. Uh, but can't reach, but yeah. Unlike the library, there are books and scrolls here. There are not information tablets. There are books and scrolls here. Yeah. This I hate amazing. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you? Of course you do. Uh, necromancy section. And yeah, <laughs> you instantly you walk with them towards. Yeah. Um, but looks. <laughs> there's a, like see him like look at you. <laughs> we were warned. Uh, so, uh, Tassara looks and goes, she says hello, and expects a full report when you return. Oh, absolutely, I already have most of it written. 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess have fun with your necromancy. Thank you. And you know this is the second yeah. to Kelvin, who hates undead. With the fiery passions of all of her being. <laughs> In fact, her entire family was murdered by undead. Oh, yep. Awkward turtle. Have fun with that. <laughs> Finley in the back of her head, like, remembers that fact, and she has a passing thought of the way she spoke back to uh, Kelimbor after he criticized her use of magic and how she is pointedly not speaking back to <laughs> one of the black staffs. Uh, but you you know, yeah, uh, you know that you, these are ethereal forms. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, again, there are two ethereal forms you do not see. One, you know, is in another tower. Another, you know, is in another tower. In another world. Alone. Oh. Is, uh, remind me, it's Samir? Samark. 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 Samark, Blackstaff Smart. could I speak to you? Uh, the drow? No, no, the o- older gentleman. Okay. Is that, that was Vajra's oh, partner, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was yeah. Vajra's mentor. Yeah, sorry, Samark was the, uh, the golden elf with the long hair. Yes. Um, I am sure you know uh, about what's going on with Kelvin. And you see they all stop. Oh, shit. I don't want you all to know it. Oh, wait. And they all turn, turn towards you and can see, like, furrowed brow. Oh. Finley very quickly cycles through every interaction she's ever had since discovering Kelvin, trying to remember if that was supposed to be a secret from Bajra. I'm pretty sure we... I'm pretty sure Bajra wanted me to help. I think you told Bajra. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay, we told Bajra. Yeah, uh, and the, yes, because then there was the conversation that Bajra was like, oh, I have to break this news to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you guys all had the meeting and broke the news okay. to Laurel Silverhand. Gave the letter from Kelvin. It's been a long time uh-huh. since yeah. we've been in yes. Waterdeep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, the way you said this, it gathers their attention, like, updated information... I, um, I was curious, um, to know if there would be any answers in here on how to retrieve him from a beer. And if, if there were any conditions that would make it easier to bring him back. You see them all look to each other, and you see a fire light in all of them. Oh, I just started a group project. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. They understand the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) And there is an excitement as With you being here, maybe it is a possibility. 
and you begin to work. And if I get the sense, if they do say that there are some certain conditions that could be met to make it easier to bring him back, I don't know, like saying forces of nature, laws of nature were broken, deals were broken, she will accidentally let that slip. Uh, that Kellenbor and Estra were like, haha, just kidding, we're not doing any of that deal. Okay. Uh, they all kind of... But I'm not going to let them know how I know that. Okay, they all uh, kind of like... <laughs> they they all they all look very intrigued by this information, but are not taken back. You mm-hmm. c- your insight picks up of gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they uh, work in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them uh, either lived through or definitely grew up with being stories being told about the time of troubles, where the gods um, things were a lot different especially before the time of troubles and how they worked and then how they work now so you spend a lot of time going through old spells perhaps finding new old spells (laughs) spells lost to time that you can possibly add to your repertoire I'll be the only one to have it uh, but while you're doing all of that, we're going to cut back over to the rest of the group. All we're right. having a grand old time listening to music about uh, purple pants. And anyway, so the way it worked basically was I had this rash for about four months. And so the doctor yeah, that's, said... No, that, no, that, we're good. I'm good. I, okay, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I, I'm good. This, this is why, only the eighth one. We got 12 more to go. This, this her- is why I don't wear pants. Fair. Harold, I think maybe um, not all stories need to be told? No, but these do. Well, you know, we've only just met. You don't want to run out of That's right. stories too quickly. That's you should fair. save them for later. <laughs> you, ra- you raise a good point. Yeah. B. Yeah. Can I talk to you? Sure. Uh, Say so she kind of pulls her off to the side. Okay. What's up? There's something I want to do. Okay. I need to do. And I need a witness for it. Like a marriage? <laughs> yes and no. Like a burial. I have an oath to swear. Okay. Okay. And you need a witness for someone to swear an oath? Yes. Okay. What's your oath? Well, there's a little more to it. There is a name involved in this oath. Okay. And knowing this name carries a price. Okay. It... It's a name that carries... It's the name of the Elder Eye. Why would I want to know that? Well... If you witness my oath, you will know it. Right. What will happen to me if I know it? And it'll why hurt. <laughs> did you, oh, that's why you asked me? No. It's because it'll hurt? No. I asked you because I trust you. 
Okay. I probably won't remember it, honestly. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Um, how much will it hurt? A lot. Okay, like... May I ask in metagaming hurt? With my health <laughs> points? Several, several dice rolls. <laughs> okay, because I'm not healed <laughs> right in this moment. <laughs> so... <laughs> Hear the thunderous sound of them piling yeah. dice over mm -hmm. there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, let me see if I still hold it. I'm feeling like yeah, five points left. Okay. half good <laughs> right now. You know, I'm not. I'm. You, you know, what I'm saying. I'm about. I'm about. Let's go get Harold to heal us. Half you. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Harold. Hey. Um, we need some healing. Perfect. I know just the one. Here we go. Got a thing that I can do. Well, we I'm, sh I'm sure by now I've taken a short rest at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You guys can easily yeah. take a short rest. Especially yeah. during dinner. Yeah. All that. Cool. Then I will pack magic me some... Or even while you're at Lucarius' place, you could have taken a short rest if you want to add uh, oh. the Song of Rest. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, and if yeah, there's yeah. anything you wanted to do... They, you hear them go, can we get some healing? Good. <laughs> uh, How many yeah. hours do we rest? Do you think like one, two? Short rest. It's like, a couple hours. It's a short rest. Yeah. So I will. Um, Not a long rest. You know, Karina's like, I'm gonna see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. I want to see. Well, how how hurt are you guys? I am more than bloodied. Okay. Uh, <laughs> limping around this whole time. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to walk up to you and with healing word I will say I cast onto you the power of the boop Beep. and puppy pop you in the nose a little bit and you heal 14 thank you not amazing it's not bad either um, and how hard are you looking uh, I did my short rests which did me good but I could do more I give you the reverse power the pood <laughs> Maybe I don't want that. <laughs> All right, you get a boop then. Okay. And I poop you on the nose. <laughs> you, you pooed. <laughs> I pooed. 18. Okay. That's just now I'm backwards. back. I know, I know. I don't We're think back. you realize what you said. I know oh, exactly no, what I said. Exactly you think I, that was the whole said. setup for the punchline. <laughs> Look, hey, on D4 there's always uh, I don't bathroom poo. jokes. The can't laugh how, at a poot. What how can't are y'all looking after he I fall because the short rest and combining with that. Okay. I'm not sure if I cheated on my short rest, but I healed I'm, a lot from it. I'm not bloodied anymore, but I'm still pretty bad. <laughs> so Karina's going to sneakily uh, come up beside you. And let's see here. She's just going to be like, that's really neat what he does. And while touching her, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at third level. Oh, very cool. Smooth. And roll on the app. How do I do that? Yeah, you just click oh. that right there and it should work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was a lot of sound. Remember, if you use D&D Beyond at home, you can have those cool sound effects in your game, and it's amazing. Uh, so that'll be 19. Thank you. It sounds kind of like... What does your magic look like when you cast your wounds? So she's trying to keep it, like, secretive. So just like hand on her back secretive, but if anyone can see her back, there's just um, this shimmer of like the northern lights. Oh, uh, 
coming from her hands as she casts it, and then she's like, yeah, it's really neat what he does. I assume I picked it up with my passive. Uh, I mean, the light comes so from behind you. she's casting on me. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would say... And I notice she touches me and my wounds heal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say you, you notice like, that something... Okay. That Cure Wounds has been cast upon yeah. you. Uh, the actual visual effect... Uh, I don't see, because yeah, that's yeah, behind yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So I should just kind of... Thank you. Let's talk over. I don't know I what you're thinking it. for. We try. Right. Uh, would, would you pardon us for a minute? We're gonna go do something. Yeah. Well, do a thing. Yeah, of course. Whatever y'all need. Okay. You go back to that private room. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say Harold definitely didn't notice that, like any of the healing, because he's too busy playing. Wait, why are you taking notes to the Elder Eye? I'm not. Not to the Elder Eye. Okay. It's just his name is involved? Yes. Its name is involved? Yes. Their name is involved? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Karina's now watching you both, like, totally. We're out of the room. We went to that side room. (laughs) (laughs) I know you said you didn't want to hear the ninth story, but let me just give you a primer. Okay. <laughs> and this is where I learned there's no such thing as a bad bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you go into the room, the private room, and uh, you walk through a forest and go into what looks like uh, branches grown and twisted together into an archway, and then find yourself in a another little private meadow. Sure, it's not marriage. It's not marriage. Okay. Seisha centers herself and just allows her anger to flood her mind and her rage and her despair. And she says, you took my faith. You took my hope. You took the thing I lived every breath in pursuit of. You took what mattered most to me right in front of me because you're unspeakably cruel. Thank you for teaching me that. I swear here and now to revisit that cruelty on you. I will fight the workings of greater evil without cessation. I will seek restitution to all whom your evil deeds touch. And there shall be no mercy for the wicked. I will carry out these oaths by any means necessary. And when I come for you, and I will, If you're lucky, you'll eventually die. And if you live, it will be in Lara's name that you suffer. I named myself the harbinger of your undoing, Severin Selerigen. I named myself the harbinger of your undoing, Auntie Agnes. I named myself the harbinger of your undoing, Shothragat. I named myself the harbinger of your undoing, George Forsworn. And I named myself the harbinger of your undoing, Ganadar. And you witness this, and there is just, just like you, this primal rage that takes over her. And where a moment, 
for the entire day where Seja has walked around oathless, has now sworn vengeance against all of those who plague this world and plan its demise. And Seisha, as you say the name. I shall even know which one it was, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not hurt you to hear it. It only hurts you to say it. And the only time that Seisha has not said it but got hurt is because her mind is combined with the person that did say it. Mm. So now you know the mechanic. Nice. <laughs> so I don't get hurt? No, nope. you do not get hurt. Nice. Otherwise, they would just go through the town screaming its name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good call, yeah. 37 points of psychic damage. Jeez. And as this happens, Harold, Karina, V, Lucaris, his house, the magic shudders, and you watch the forest start to fade away as the walls become black, and standing behind Seisha is one of those Sharn, pulled into existence from her fuel, full embodiment of rage and hate and pure malice. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Seisha... I know you're mad. You gotta, got, you got. Due to the, where we are, we gotta, we gotta calm down. I'm sorry. You gotta oh, no. reel it in. I don't know how. Oh, God, I. Hmm. Um. Okay. Do you have a happy place? Can you think mm-hmm. of it? You need um, to make a deception check with advantage. And can okay. we see her, or is our yeah. the wall that formed between us? Uh, there would there would be a wall there now, where it looked like a forest. There yeah. would be uh, a wall, but the room is a, a distinctly yeah. smaller. Just trying to make sure I didn't like see what happened. No, uh, yeah. you can feel kind of yeah. what's happening. Twenty one. As you see the rest of the room start to ripple. <laughs> Can I roll an insight to see if she's lying or is she lying? What is happening here? You just sorry, just to clarify, the mm-hmm. thing behind her is the the thing that hates the, the malice. The three. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 And it is looming on the three heads coming over. You see four arms coming out of it, with swords forming from Ooh. the the hands themselves. And as it looms over Seisha, it looks down at her. And it head cocks for just a moment as it almost sniffs her. You can see, like, you know, two of them are now just, you can see almost drool, but it's not. And there's that other one that's trying to investigate further, smells her. She turns around. And much like Harold, there's that bit of confusion in it. She turns around to it. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. Yeah, I'm gonna roll insight on that. That's <laughs> weird. You have disadvantage on your insight. <laughs> I'm not bothering because I know it's happening. <laughs> wow, it's bad. Ten. Ten? Yep, I'm I know. sorry. And you see that demeanor and it, there's that ripple as it moves and morphs back into the wall, the trees come up. Lucarius looks fucking spooked. Yeah. <laughs> like, this shit does not happen. Um, sorry. <laughs> we <laughs> had a tense 
Conversation. I guess I'll roll deception. What <laughs> 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 a great line. Oh, yeah, that didn't is, go through. It wasn't a conversation. It wasn't a conversation. Nine. Nine. <laughs> it's about as... Must have been some conversation. <laughs> Look, we... I was that, mostly listening in it. That won't happen again, I sorry. promise. I'm so sorry. What did you do? I didn't I'm do not anything. Lie. Yeah? I lost my temper. It, it was... Uh, maybe people. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, it's okay. It's fine. I mean, we're technically outdoors. I haven't really felt fear like that since I was um, taking the hobgoblins. Well, you, you know, uh, this, this grass is so soft, though. It's so soft, though. I bet if um, you just lie down, all your worries would melt away. <laughs> just, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that shard was trying to get in my mind. I was... What? Yeah, didn't like that. Shard? Yeah, yeah, there was, um... Sharna. No. No, shard. shard. Oh, okay. The, the... Uh, yeah, before Karina found me, um, I was taken by, uh, these, um... Goblinoids that uh, were had pelts on them, and there was this um, shard in the center of their encampment that um, it just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Where was this? How far? Oh, um, it. I mean, like it was a. What, a days, not, not less than a day, right around a day's travel north of here. Okay. Um, they prayed to it. It was really odd. What color was it? Shard color? <laughs> quartz? What kind of crystal? Like purple? No. No, like no, clear. No, no. More like or white, whitish. Yeah. Oh. Like a cloudy uh, color. Uh, That's right. weird. Yeah. Yeah. You, has anybody gone to check that out? No. <laughs> That's fair. I don't expect anyone here to I, check I, things out. Yeah, I thought I was okay. going to be, um, <clears throat> you know, yeah. the situation in the city. Glue. It's like, it's like glue? No, I thought I was going to be glue. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad you're not. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're solid. I guess glue turns solid, technically. Eventually. But, you know, Karina here saved my life, so. So, Karina, are you, like, a, an adventurer, or? I always wanted to be. Sounds like you are. Saving people from goblins and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, I mean, that's. That was the first time. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Is there a second time? Maybe, I, maybe I, there should be a second time if you could show us back to where that crystal is. Um, maybe? Well, we would come with you. We could check it out. I, we can make sure no one else turns into glue. I'm not only a guy who bought a pair of pants eight times against his own will. even And claims that the, they taught him how to dance and it through magic connection. Okay, I'm, yeah. more, I'm more, um, a bit worried about getting back in. Right. I, I'm thinking once we're done with everything here, because eventually... Oh, then yes, I'll show you. Cool. 
Easy peasy. We'll check it out for you. And just make sure everything's okay. And they're, so nobody, they're a lot nobody else is getting. They're stronger than us. It should be fine. I don't know about. I mean, y'all do you. Okay. I'm not gonna stop you. By the way, this coffee's great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man knows his talents. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're ever in, um, you know, about three blocks down, a little little corner store. Oh, I will be there. It's called Luke Series. Luke series? Yep. I will, I will drink that. I um, love you and I hate you all at the same time. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, um, just one second, and I'm going to think in your mind. Well, you're not, she's not connected to the telepathic bond, is she? Yeah, I am. Oh, you are? Yeah, it, it was, you kept the... Uh, the gif out of it. Got it. Everybody else was in it. Yeah. yeah. And so, the gifts didn't meld mind with her because of the stuff. Yeah. Just make sure everything's okay over there. Just want to make sure that, uh, you know, everything's kosher. We're good. Everything's good, right? Like, we're good. Go. Good. Better. Cool. That's good. That's glad. I'm glad. Um, why are you all looking at each other so weird? Oh. We um, just do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't have to roll deception for that. It's true. <laughs> she says openly, out loud, in a is weird it, mechanical uh, way. Yeah. Is it like a weird cultural thing? No. To just no, stare at it's your face? A, uh, it's a telepathic bond. We have boys up. Oh! Yeah, so that sometimes we can, like... That's weird. Did yeah, y'all mean to... S- our line of work. Did y'all mean to still be talking in this? I'm kind of busy right now. Hey, are you still stuck in a rock? You never told us you Oh, no, I'm rock. fine now. It's going great. It's going really great. I can't tell if that's sarcasm or if you're really... No, that's, that's, that's just my voice. They're um, glad to hear you're not a rock. <laughs> oh, they're doing it again. Be sure not to turn into glue either. Do that. I will tr- okay. certainly try. Um, what, I was, what I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Call still has not disconnected him. Sorry. Uh, oh shit. Um, what I was saying was, in, in our line of work, the telepathic bond is really valuable. And if you were to come with us to this thing, we would gladly include you in that telepathic bond, so you can experience the creepy stairs with us. Oh. You want to be part of our creepy stairs? It's not like we can read each other's thoughts. It's more so we can make each other hear our thoughts if we want to. Yeah, against your will. Not, no, uh-huh. not against your will. I feel it's against my will sometimes. Okay, well, there you go. That's mostly because you think directly at us a lot of the time. And then she thinks right at you. Harold, that's not always true. From V. <laughs> Everybody hears it. <laughs> you can't just talk to one person. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah. uh, um, oh. Think about it. Yeah, that's what we're doing too, so. Oh. Oh, I don't like that. But not about that. We're just thinking about the words. Uh-huh. I got your note. Thanks, V. From Harold. <laughs> You're both idiots. <laughs> just every time V has a telepathic thought, it's like someone's like out of touch parent trying to learn how to text them. <laughs> that's what they're all. That's, Love all of them, mom. All just of hundreds of emojis in a like, row. Yeah, yeah it's, Don't correspond at all. Yeah. <laughs> Harold's going to find a place and be like, like just a place off to himself. He kind of lay down. He's going to put the accordion away and is going to, I guess, imagine um, just kind of relax a little bit because it's like 
been through a lot, and he's got next to nothing left. And you can see around Seisha, like, the magical, I guess, illusion of this room ripples a little bit, and the magic kind of fades back into stone, just not coming up, but just like it, it rippled in the street, it kind of follows her. I think I'm going to go to my room. Okay, that's understandable. Look, I know we, we come out a little bit strong and we're weird, um, but we do deeply appreciate both of you for your hospitality and, and for taking the time with us. I I know yeah, it's a lot. Can you make my my one home not disappear, please? I'm, I, I'm really sorry about that. Don't think. Thanks. And she's going to scuttle off to her bedroom. Oh, oh no, we, we screwed up. Oh, God. Uh, it's okay. Now she doesn't want to hang out with us anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, she just said she was going to go with us. I know, but I didn't really feel like her heart was in it, you know? <laughs> yeah, what with her us destroying her bed and stuff. In her world. We didn't do that. I know, but it feels like we did. It just feels like everything elderized. It's like because we couldn't prevent it, it feels like we did it, you know? But I'm gonna go. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, Can we get another pot, a coffee though? Already brewing. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks, dude. There's, it's one of the. Yeah. It's always, always a fresh pot. Hey, we are deeply appreciative of your hospitality. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Hey. But seriously, this is the city of hope. Like, yeah. it ain't all bad. Yeah. So far, it's been all good. So, it's all good. And smiles, kind of nods, uh, and he walks further into the woods. Okay. Bye. I'm just gonna sit down in the grass. I'm gonna look over at Seisha and look back at you, look back at Seisha, and I'm going to not ask any questions because for once Harold is reading the room and is saying, you know what? I don't need to know everything going on in here. Um. The was about to say something and decides not to, so. I will say something. That's what that is. I'll go, I just wanna make it clear to you guys before anything else goes on tonight or anything else weird happens that, um, I'll yell at I'll just telepathic bond it. Uh, Cause I want all four of us to hear this, is that um, in spite of everything, and I know it's so much, I know it's exhausting, and I know it feels insurmountable, but I love all of you. I love you too. All of you. I lied to you, Harold. Dope! I'm sorry, that was, shouldn't have been my first reaction. Uh, why, about what? I told you I wasn't upset with you. About Voss. Yeah. I was. I was very angry with how you approached the subject and you spoke with him. And I felt like that drove him away. But when I saw you falling in the lava, I realized how stupid I was being. I, I love you. I love you too, but it's not stupid to be angry with me. It 
it was because Voss made his choice. And I don't think there's anything you could have done. He was planning to do that. He was planning to leave. That was just the excuse. Yeah, but... I still wish he was here. I do too. I wish he was here. And I wish... I wish he cared. I think he does, it's just... I do too. It's a complicated yeah. thing. It's complicated. I wish he could admit to himself that he cared. I hope when the time comes, he'll prove it. I think he will. I, uh... You three are my family. No matter what happens, if I've got you, I know, I know we can win this. We're gonna win. I love you all too. What did I miss? Oh, uh, the, the <laughs> she's sitting in a public transport or <laughs> just <laughs> gently coming home like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> I upset the Sharn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the trees went away, and it was a thing. And, but it's all good now. Yeah, good. Sisha was mad, but she's good now. We're up to episode nine on the Pants Saga. Things are looking great. Oh, no. We're getting the close to the Pants Off Dance Off. Oh, no. Are you pretending you're oh, losing connection? Oh, you no, the spelling. You are actually making a noise? I don't even know what that noise the is. Static. Oh, I think I reached the end of my duration. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that conversation, I think Carol's just going to lay down. I wish Orkira was here. Yeah, God. Is there grass still? Yeah. She's lying down in it, has been for a while now, not contributing to this conversation. Before Kira was here, we just had more direction. Right now, it just feels like... We have direction. We're going to go do research and find what we can here, and then we're going to go investigate that shard, and then we're going to go back to Waterdeep. And then we're going to the swamp. And then we're going to the swamp. Let's go straight to the swamp. I'm ready to kill that fish. We need to go to Waterdeep first. All right, everyone. Let's focus on... Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Because I don't want to fall out of this orb. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't think it does, but... <laughs> I just imagine that we're going to get that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay. It just goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it pops like a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you just feather fall down, just like arms crossed. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> okay. okay. Looking at you, Kuma. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
I got him. Arms crossed the whole way down. <laughs> oh! Muttering to yourself. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, if I start, if I keep laughing, I'm never gonna stop. We're gonna start crying. I'm, I'm, I'm already there. <sighs> okay. Um. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Um, you're awake now. You research <laughs> a lot. Work a long time with these people. <laughs> Almost like I'm afraid that if yep. I leave, I will not be able to come back. <laughs> uh, one of the first things you get is something that um, isn't necromancy. No. As you start researching necromancy, and then you think, as they bombard your mind, you start thinking not of yourself, but of the group. And the past probably two months you've been through, and you go, probably should learn how to quit travel. That's 100% one of the top things I want to learn. Yep. <laughs> and you, the first spell you get is Teleportation Circle. Oh, of the nice. others, we will discuss throughout mm. the week. Um, um, you cannot teleport in circle here. Oh, I assumed. <laughs> yeah, just FYI. I feel like that's a front door it's situation. A, you the, gotta knock. The teleportation circle you get from learning this is the teleportation circle for the Blackstaff Tower. Yep. Oh, work. Yep. Yeah. Um, but as you're researching, there is some old magic and high magic and stuff like that. And uh, you... Even though the Netherese were during a time that this place did not exist, the knowledge of Blackstaff Tower exists in this place. And you learn of things that mimic high magic. There are my falls, which are the grand rituals, and the Netherese who created an object that they imbued with a mythal, known as a mythalar. And those things could also be used for any great form of magic and stuff like that. Um, and it's actually what suspended the Netherese mm -hmm. cities in the air and stuff like that. Uh, but as you go to leave with the knowledge and spells you've transcribed and stuff like that late, late into the night, you will have to go and then immediately go into meditation. Yeah. So you push it into the very end. All of the ethereal forms of the former black stabs look towards you. And you in unison say, May Mistra be with you, Force Grey Initiate. She bows deeply and then calmly makes her way over to the public transport. Yep. Sits down very calmly and gives them another gentle nod. The bubble comes up, it takes away, and she's like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> and she just starts freaking out. Do you, do you know what uh, Force Gray Initiative is? No, I don't. You no. were a senior Gray. So, great hand. Ranked. Yeah. Now you are a an initiate into Force Gray. 
I, I think when she puts that together, and this is a self-driving thing, she goes, <laughs> and that's up, that's when you out. come to and you're like, what did I miss? <laughs> up, Hello, it seems you have fainted. Do you need uh, assistance? Oh no, I'm I'm fine. I home. Oh wait, no, that's not my house. Um <laughs> We can contact one of the temples. Do you require a cleric? No, I am I am a cleric. It's okay. <laughs> Love just like just, there's just you know, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, fades back. Okay, me. Mm-hmm. You can uh, stay you, if you want. Good old QM. Uh, I, and it does, and just kind of like, I uh, is quietly just there's another hologram person with you, and does not. It does not have sentience, so it does not have the wherewithal to be like, oh, let's have a conversation. I'm used to being friends with things that are not sentient. (laughs) So (laughs) it's actually very comforting to have someone sitting next to me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then eventually, yeah. Her head. It's, uh, it will. She's using her neck muscles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I would say uh, it will position itself so you have your head up against one of the sides of the the orb. Visually, it looks kind of like you're leaning against them. (laughs) But you make your way back to uh, one of the the floating standing condo towers. Yep. And make your way back upstairs to Lou Karras' home. And you see everybody. I was about to say, she goes to knock and then goes. It's unlocked. Of course, it's unlocked. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow, because you couldn't, you could never rob anybody yeah. in this place yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. No a doors form are of malice. I mean, could you theoretically peer pressure? Uh, it, it, it would be malice in your heart doing it. If you had Less ill intent, peer pressure would yeah, be as, malice. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. So you couldn't just be like, <laughs> I want to live there. Yeah, so, uh, but. All right. Okay, yeah, uh, you open the door and you see everybody passed out on the grass in the uh, living room. So she's, she's actually, actually awake. She oh. waited for Venley to get home. Okay. And she's... She sneaks in very quietly. And because it's dark and she's already really tired, she doesn't see Seisha at first. You have dark vision. She's squinting real hard. <laughs> She's trying to not be able to see. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, hey. How are you doing? Terrible. Yeah. And you can see there's a small ripple around Seisha. Do, uh, do you want to lay together? I, I could use a good hug. And I'm sure you could, too. And Vinley just. No, wait, no, that's your armor. Yeah. She says, uh. Larvar. And the armor comes off. Larvar. Larvar. It was made by, uh, uh, Grung. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Sure. It's canon. It's yeah, canon. Done. Yeah. Um, and then she'll just, uh, sidle over to, uh, Seisha and just wrap her arms around Seisha and lay in the grass with her. How do I tell my dad? Honestly, 
ever been good at talking to people or, or breaking any kind of news to anyone, but I would, I would say before you tell your dad, I would accept it yourself. I've had a mind not to tell him. That is, that's an option too, Sasha. I mean, he, he came to terms with her leaving a long time ago. I feel like I can't tell him who she was. And I feel like I can't, there's no point to telling him she's dead. He's already got closure. I think I think he he made his peace with it a, a, a long time ago. But if it's something you want to do, if you think it's important for him to know, I think you should. Because your gut instinct was to tell him. I'm sure if. If I loved someone so much to make a child with them, I would want to know what happened to them. I made the wrong choice. There is no right and wrong, Seisha. If, if anything we've gone through this entire time we've all been together, it proves that there is nothing that is inherently good and evil, except for devils. Devils are just evil. You made the choice that you thought was best, so don't regret it. I know it hurts. It's going to hurt for a very, very long time. I gave them Divorce all the emotion from it. I gave them a god. Instead of a child, I gave them a god. I helped them open the door wider. Because I was too scared of having to see Kara's face when we got back if something happened to Pixel. So I... But, Seisha, if we're not fighting for those people, why are we trying to stop the, the other eye? Does, is it the need of the many or the need of the few? Personally? Because that's what that question was. In my eyes, I think it's the need of whoever's dealing with the situation. In that moment, it was Pixel. I would have made the same exact choice. And you know what, 
Seisha? The door may be wider, but it's going to create such a loud boom when we slam it shut on them. get some sleep. I only need four hours. You need, like, a lot more than that, I think. <laughs> Zaysha kind of lays down and just leans her head back and rests it against Fenley. And then I'll cradle her. Okay. You all, are you doing huh? anything? Yes. Okay. Uh, Karina, when she gets back to her room, uh, she has her blanket and her pillow and a smaller pillow next to it that's one of those round pleated mm -hmm. pillows and she's going to reach into the pillowcase and pull out six marble figurines and she's going to set the first two out and on them are written Vila and Argo she's going to say hi mom and dad um, I made some new friends today I know you said I was always shy at that. Um, believe it or not, I miss you. Like a lot. Never thought I would. It was kind of weird. Couldn't wait to get away from you, and now I'd give anything for you to be here. Just to, even just to be mad at me. And she looks down at the remaining four figurines in her hand and notices them for a second and kind of looks back to the door doorway <laughs> and she just starts laughing to herself she says stars are really a funny thing aren't they um i i met some people today and i'm only just now realizing how important that is and she picks up the first largest figure and on it is written Tari she says because there's a boy who is ostentatious and loud just like you she picks up the next one sets it down it says Mayala on it and she says and there's a girl that's big and not so bright, but she seems like she's got a big heart, just like you. Next one, Erinda. And there's one that's too serious for her own good. And I think maybe her self-righteousness is gonna hurt her one day, just like you. And she pulls out a very tiny one and sets it down and it says Peggy. She says, and there's one that, she's a little mean, but I can tell that she probably has such an unbridled joy in her that maybe she doesn't even let her friends know sometimes, just like you. I miss all of you so much. And she's gonna go to sleep. And as you all drift to sleep, 
darkness takes you away. You all find yourselves looking at a sea of stars. There is a moment where you all stand next to each other, all five of you, as the stars begin to move, almost like moving through at the speed of light, and images flash before you, the city of splendors, darkness, water, Buildings come up and go down as if moving from location to location. And ever present at each of these locations is an eye overlooking everything. And in the corner of each of your eyes, you see a figure, a woman, pale, skinned with long, straight black hair. And you find yourselves on a cliff overlooking the void as the five of you and even some that stand behind you, but you cannot make out what those figures are, but you know that they are the allies that you have built, not just from where you've been, but from where you will go. And you have a feeling of not just purpose, but of hope. From your role earlier, you know that this is Donthra the Dreamer was the companion to Sarachaka, the second prince. She was a prophet who saw the futures through dreams. And as you all awaken the next morning, ready for a new day, a brighter day. You've been through so much, and the world wants to tear you down, and it may continue to try and do so. Now, with someone that has seen the end of what true darkness brings, with the knowledge you can bring to her, there's hope that you can save this world. There is flashes to the dream that you don't quite remember fully. Paths that you walked down, dark, full of brambles. But in each of those is a light of those you have touched along the way. And Carol's family. Pixel. 
opportunity. People that you know are better knowing you. Entire Vedrock clan that was consumed by an elder evil. And Karina, you know that your family is with you. And perhaps you just found a new one. Man, it was so great trading stories with you. And something wild happens here, I feel like, every day. So just come back next week, and I promise I'll have more stories for you. D4 is a 5e Dungeons & Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DMs Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson. With Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbart, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsor as Harold Hovelton, Katie Adkins as V. Vetterock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodel. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. Please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at d4dndrpg as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other.